One thing I know about your grandma, she's rude. Rude, rude as fuck. She's a rude woman. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Travis. Hello. I am the Cody. And once again, no Mike, because he fell down some stairs. Oh, uh, trying to do a fucking 12 stairs. I don't believe this, dude. I'm so mad every day at him, but also, I love him. Uh, he's good, but he just uh, has to be more like Tony. Yeah, we're going to kick him up the stairs if he doesn't show up. He's going to be like right. Tony Mullen. Tony Mullen, yeah. Favorite skater, I think he likes Chad Muscart better. Oh, I love Muscart. He's yeah. not bad. How's everyone's week this week? I, I have a fun week. It's a good week. Yeah? Fine week. I got to do my first cosplay. Oh, what would you cosplay as? I was Dank Nuggets of Weed. Oh, lovely. Well, you, you were one Dank Nuggets. <laughs> Wait, what? I was one Dank Explain Nuggets of Weed. Explain what a Dank Nugget of Weed means. So, let me contextualize my cosplay. All right. I went to a show to see the band Cannabis Corpse, which I'm friends with. Yeah. These guys are great. And last minute, Phil was like, hey, you want to wear this dank nug suit and mosh in the pit and get up on stage and chill? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but then I had a drink and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw some of those pictures. It looked fantastic. Yeah. I felt real dumb. <laughs> there was a lot of padding. I was overheating, but when I fell down in the pit, it was like nothing happened. Like, I got stepped on by, by 12 metalheads while I was on the ground, but I felt fine. So you're recommending putting on dang nugs whenever you go to any show? Yeah, exactly. Mm. But unfortunately, because of that, the police have been notified, and I'm going to jail forever oh, for dude. being weed. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh. Calling the police. Tell jail right. I said hi. Well, they'll remember you. Yeah. <laughs> made quite the stink there, man. Cody, you have a good week? What's up? You have a good week? Yeah, a great week. It's a good week. Uneventful week. But it's a good week. How's your, how's, how's, oh, how's, thanks. How's you, thanks for asking me. You're fucking welcome. You thanks for asking me. I had a very shit. strange week. Well, had, how was your week strange? I mean, I was a giant weed, so I don't I understand. pushed my organs into my body, and I felt them pop back into place. Is it your testicles? Because they're supposed to be on the outside of your body. No, I found out that podcasting is dangerous, and you guys are mean because you're funny. Because back in November, I laughed too hard. And I gave myself a hernia on the show, and my organs came out through my muscle and formed a bulge. And just the past episode we recorded, they came out even more. Oh, I thought you said they went in. Yeah, no. So basically, I went to the doctor. I was like, this isn't right. I got the baby alien. I got a little, a little Italian baby alien in my stomach. Why is it Italian? I don't know, because I eat a lot of pasta. I'm assuming that it's Italian. Because I've nurtured it. So, wait a minute. You did tell us before that you went to the doctor, and he said you didn't have a hernia. Yeah, he thought I had a sprain. Right, sprain, which is... Sprained what? Sprained muscle in my gut. Oh, This is a very bad doctor. Oh, he's a great doctor. But then he showed up, and like, or I showed up again, I was like, look at this fucking baby Italian man. 
in my stomach. And he was like, all right, let me try to... He also said, like, hey, Travis, all right, let me try to push it down for you. Is your Dr. Gilbert Godfrey? He sounds like it. No, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not exaggerating here. This is That's what he sounds like. So he's like... Good. He tries to push the little baby alien Italian man down. It's a hernia. For, call it a hernia. <laughs> no. Do you want to name it? Do you want to call it Herminia? It's Waluigi. <laughs> he's in my ground in my stomach. Wal Lewis. It's Wal Lewis. So he's trying to push it down, and he's like, all right, you can try it home. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you couldn't push it down. <laughs> what kind of doctor is this? <laughs> I can't help you. Why don't you help yourself at home? Yeah. So he's what like, the fuck? He's like, you need to go see the specialist, the surgeon the next day, but you could try it home. So I I went home. I ordered a whole bunch of Mexican food because I thought that was a good idea. Well, it does break apart easily. Yeah. But before I ate my Mexican food, I laid down on my couch, and I pushed on this hernia, and I felt this pop uh. and the two of my intestines like going back into place. And I just laid on my couch for about 20 minutes making like... Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Confusing your oh. entire apartment. Yeah, it was like weird orgasm sounds, but also it was like good and like, I don't know, it was different. Jeez, so it's in there. Yeah. It's in it's there. It's in it's there. It's good. It might pop back out tonight. Get a girdle. <laughs> fuck wad. Uh, My first friend that uh, is um, male between the legs, who's pregnante. Yeah, pregnant. Oh, it's on my stomach. Oh. It's not in my fucking junk. It's right in the middle of my stomach. I don't know, dude. Yeah, pregnante. Pregnante. I don't know. Sometimes people get hernias and their balls get really big. Is that what you'd prefer? Uh, nope. I think you'd look pretty cool if you had some giant balls. Uh... Like two, like, uh, CVS bags. <laughs> Just, those are expensive. <laughs> Just kind uh, of filled with rice Ten and water. cents, Cody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to New York Prices. Uh, or shit that should be free is extra. <laughs> All right, Coder. What? What's on the copy lap? On the cho- chopping men. On the chopping block mortician slab, we have a very special guest. We have the one, the only, Lafayette Ronald Hubbard, otherwise known as LRH, Elron Hubbard. Oh. L. Ron Hubbard. That guy. Yeah. yeah. My hubby. hubby. Damn. Oh, well, this is going to be fun. I love I love science fiction writer L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's my favorite science fiction writer. He's very tepid and not great at the things he's done <laughs> with his everything. I mean, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Where? Ba- uh, <laughs> where, where? Battlefield Earth was really something else. John Travolta. Now, I'm not saying good. But I'm gonna say something else. Okay. Yeah. So that happened. Cheers. That's cheers to that. Then. Kind of the same way that Travis's new baby is something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you heard right. L. Ron Hubbard, aka the self-help guy who helped himself. Also a fuckwad with boats. Oh. Boats. Boats. Nice. My hubby is excellent at boats. Yeah. I have high hopes of <laughs> smashing my name into history so violently. That it will take a legendary form, even if all books are destroyed. That is the real goal, as far as I'm concerned. Alan Hubbard. Doesn't sound like an author to me. Nope. No, he sounds like he's trying to write, like, a Brobel or something. He sounds like a nice man who's just lost. Yeah. Like, lost <laughs> in he could, be, he could be portrayed by Frankie Muniz. 
<laughs> Life is not fair for him, man. Not Frankie Muniz as you knew him, just now Frankie Muniz. Right. The the drug altered uh, even wider head than before. <laughs> hey Arnold looking man, that is Frankie Muniz. I could land a plane on that forehead. Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, well, it, honestly, if he does play him, he's going to have a lot of problems. He's going to turn into a Philip Seymour Hoff. Uh, careful. Yeah, Philip C. But anyway, we'll get into that later, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Lafayette, Ronald Hubbard, born in Tilden, Nebraska, 1911. Ooh. Mom's a teacher. Dad's a military man. When 1927 rolls around, however, he moved to Guam with his mom while his dad was dropping bombs in World War Wham. Wait, in 19... 19- That's really good. Wait, in 1927? 1927- <laughs> really appreciate a good rhyme. Uh, yeah, they moved... You know, Wait, he wasn't dropping bombs in 1927? That was. 1927... World War One. They, they moved... So he was just, like, that. still dropping bombs, like, ten years after the war ended? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, it was like a it was we, like a patrol stationary like look, look out. Oh, just mashing yeah. mashing World War One. I. I needed the rhyme scheme. You fuck. Watch. <laughs> it's good. It's good. And also, not for it. nothing, we have talked about how little uh, respect the Southern Pacific Islanders get. Oh, just getting mashed. Yeah, I mean, World like, War One, ten years plus. Well, we never talk about it in World War Two shit. That's you know. True. So when your ass is up in Guam, you're stopping off at Chinese sports, trading with you know Eastern peeps. Getting a taste of the exotic oriental, you know what I mean? You're just like, ah. Is he, like, iguanas on sticks and shit? What? Iguanas on sticks? Iguanas I saw them. The They're eating that in China. What are you talking about? In China. Are you talking about an iguana kebab? Yeah, dude. No. Oh. All right. I tried. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, lo and behold, he's a racist. He's describing Chinese people as lazy, ignorant goofs. Goof. And when I say goofs, you know that Elron said not goofs. Right? Oh, you know what I mean? so the other other one. Yeah, just swap a letter out for something else, and you know what I mean. That's what he, that's what he's saying there. And the words of an author. Yeah. yeah. Uh, posthumously, a little fast forward, we'll even like find out in a diary scribble. He would say, "They smell of all the baths they don't take." The trouble oh. with China is. There's too many cheats there. And when I say cheats, I meant, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's what my That's dad calls Chinese chill. food. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You can call Chinese food that, I feel, because it's not going to have, it doesn't, it's not going to have hurt feelings. Well, yeah, chances are you're ordering it from the comfort of your own white home when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah, I get, that's a very vague statement. Excuse me. Can I have a General Taoist? And can I please have the Moogoo Guy Pan, please? Hot. I don't want it cold this time. Straight up impression of dad. (laughs) One impression of dick, please. (laughs) Send it in the helicopter. Heliocopter. Do you know the weird etymology with helicopter? Mm. It's not helio... That'd be suncopter. Yeah, it's helicter. Because helic is spiral. And tur is wing, like PTR, like pterodactyl. Dude. So it's spiral wing is a helicopter. Only, uh. only thing I know about pterodactyls is the spiral jizzins they shoot. That's not... In, that's when they're not having smoke. an orgy. They almost never shoot that. Mm. Actually, I don't know. I, I do yeah. know. I have examined the video um, frame by frame, pixel by pixel. No herpa- <laughs> I'm no herpetologist. Oh, my God. Goodness. Later in 1920. Later. What are you doing? 
1927, Hubbard returned to school in Helena High School in Montana. Started writing for the school paper. So you know he was that little fucking shit in high school. He's like, dude, I saw this oriental princess and this mystic sky dragon. <laughs> killed one and fucked the other on the first one's corpse. Oh, like, like you know, that fucking exaggerator oh, yeah. kid that wouldn't shut the fuck up we, about anything. We've mentioned our exaggerator on this yeah, show before. We have. we have one, and I love bleeping out names. So, John, <laughs> if you're out there listening, <laughs> you're, a, you're a soldier to the yeah. fable community. Yes. Yeah, you're just going to have to listen to the other podcasts to find out what ninja we're talking about. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an artist of untruths. True autist. Yes. <laughs> From high school, he makes moves to get into the Navy. He can't do it. He failed the Navy entrance exam. And then he's like, fuck, I really want to get into the Navy. So he goes back to school, to prep school in Manassas, Virginia, to hit him, to help him get that edge he needs to Wait, get in that Navy. How yeah. do you fail out of Navy? I, he just didn't get through the fucking entrance exam. I have a how feeling he forgot to write the... his name down. Okay, yeah. uh, we'll find out right now, because... <laughs> He tries again after getting this preparatory edge. He's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Navy's still like, you fail. And he's like, what am I doing wrong? What the fuck? And the Navy's like, you have the shittiest eyes we've ever seen. Like, That's why you fail. It's like, you're not like retarded. And I'm sorry prep school didn't help. But you have bad eyes. Like, we're sorry you wasted your time. We should have told you the first time. Yeah, really. Well, they look like the dicks. Right now, I'm on Elrond's team, aside okay. from the writing. But keep in mind, the military is telling him right now, mm -hmm. we don't want you. Your eyes are shitty. Mm -hmm. Disclo full disclosure to his face. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Cool. Now, you know. Goes back to school again because he's like, oh, "Fuck! What, is it? what am I going to do?" I mean, uh, can I predict what he does? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Shut up! I want... Shut up, Travis. I'm just thinking he's, he joins the freak show and he's an onion eye boy and he just smashes onions together and rubs them in his eyes just just for he's the like, kick of it. Take a look at me, Grand Theft Auto. I've seen exist. a Chinese dragon yeah. and I can rub onions into my oobles. I really think that was you projecting yourself. From like ten years ago. Oh, well, Remember yeah. when you were like you used to put sunscreen into your eyes. If oh yeah, because I'm no. allergic to sunscreen. Yeah, but it also if it said no tears, you would be like, well, <laughs> let's see what's going on here. Let's yeah. use it to flush my cornea. Yeah. I, if you haven't guessed, I was the guy that used to make weird concoctions at the school lunch table, and people would dare me to eat it or drink it. Yeah, I was basically Shrek. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember Shrek eating pure garbage at any point in the movie. It's always like it's it's yeah. a ham or something, I feel, right? Yeah, he d Shrek he, does have he, good he eats, taste. All I'm just he trying to food. say is I am an yeah. all-star. Hey, now. Yeah. You're Travis. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's schmooze. Tom, can you give me yeah, a beer? Get, oh, yeah, shut up, yeah. Travis. Beer's around. Thanks, dog. Oh, thanks, They're Cody. Floor, Tell me more about hubby. So, he gets kicked back out of the military. He's like, fuck, let's go back to preparatory school. Close out that last semester. But well, let's, let's, let's schmooze it up. Let's ride it. Let's freeload. Let's see how far we can go. 1932. Goes to his school. He's like, let me grab 50 of my best friends, young explorers. Let's get 50 of them. We'll go to the Caribbean and do documentaries on... Pirate ruins and bring back shit for museums. Okay. I'm just going to cut you off there for a second. What's going on? 50 best friends. 50 best friends. Me, man. Come on. Yeah, I don't have 50. And they all we all have, we they... have a lot of friends, but 50? Yeah. yeah. 
That leads me to believe he has zero friends, or he doesn't know what friends function as. <laughs> or he doesn't know what best it does or yep. is. I have a feeling no one liked this guy, but he had really like really good muffins or something that he brought into school. Yes, you're my friend. You're my friend. I have you want my corn muffins? No, I brought no, no. you a corn muffin for you. He had the he had the, you, we're friends. Hey, we're friends. No, he you had the Frito Lay's that had ploids on it, and he would trade the ploids for everything. <laughs> That's good. That's very likely. You, my dad bought me so many Fritos, and I have so many ploids right now. My dad goes to Costco, and then your dads go to Costco. Yeah, but I can get a fucking Nerf gun for free. So isn't this a Lovely, all expenses paid trip cost to the school, trip to the Caribbean for fifty of your best friends. It's not bad. It's good. good I take uh, it. Good stuff. Well, it, it seems like it, it's not fair to the school. You know, no. what I mean, if the school's willing, but it's just like, are you really going to do these things you're saying you're going to do, or are you just going to fuck around and get drunk in the Caribbean on the school's dime? I would pretend I'm jo I'm John Depp. I pretend I'm selling the high seas. This is so unfair to me. We couldn't even get a bowling team started because they didn't want to get a bus to travel a mile away. <laughs> I'm so mad. Well, 10 of these best friends didn't get to the port. Didn't go. Well, because, they do. No, they just bailed because they're like, there's a shitty, shitty storm clouds <laughs> out there. So, you know, you're immediately down 10 best friends. That's a... Oh. You still got 40, though. So I have 40 you, best friends. No, he doesn't. I'm going to 11 miss. more leave at the next port <laughs> because they're like, yeah, no, fuck this. So how many best friends does he have now? Uh, do you think Elrond's been, like, touchy with his best friends <laughs> between that point? We'll see. Hold on. So he lost 10. And where was that 11 number you threw out there? I was drunk. Yeah, was 10, and, yeah 10, then 11. So he, started, he lost 10. Then 11 started oh, at 50. Fucking He's math, got the, dude. What is he? He's down at 24. 29, right? 29. Yeah, he lost 21 idiots. So you basically have no friends, but you have 28 suckers. <laughs> yeah. That's what that boat's filled that with. that math? Okay. Dude, I always just default to 24 because Jack Bauer. Yeah. True. Bauer's dozen. <laughs> At this point, the crew and the funds were so short, the owners of the vessel, a.k.a. whoever, like, the school got them to do this, were just like, you guys have no idea what you're doing. Please come back. And this was the end of the manipulative fuckery. Just a little foreshadowing. This is how he does his expeditions. He's bad with boats. Really really bad at guessing how much things cost to do on a boat how like far a thing is on boats like it's just, <laughs> like you're, you're gonna try to get to where in that are you serious <laughs> mr hubbard damn and uh life lesson tom is coming in here uh never buy a boat just get your friend to do it and yeah. wait, what you don't want to deal with that upkeep. Wait, what do you mean get your friend to do it? Like, ride on top of your friend while he does the breaststroke? No, I'm bit, <laughs> like, get your friend. Like, when, whenever your friend goes, I think I might be buying a boat, push them to do it. Oh. Yeah. But you right. yourself should never do it because but, it's a pain in the ass to keep in the water. But always buy and a get jet. Get out of the water. Yeah. And shrink wrap. Always buy a jet, jet ski. Way too much. Sea dudes, yes. Always buy a jet ski. Yes. Because yeah, that's right. the motorcycle of the water. Pretty much. It's a motorcycle. <laughs> And if you fall off a jet ski, you're not immediately just shredded meat. You can have yeah. fun with it. Yeah. It takes like two minutes to come to rest and you're just like break dancing. Yeah. You're just Jesus break dancing when you wipe out of a jet ski. Like if, you, ah. if you're on a motorcycle and you have hammered. every protective uh, piece of garment you can get and you hit a pole, you're still dead. But all you need on a jet ski is a life vest. And you're probably going to be fine. Life yeah. fast in a mullet. Yeah. So I'm, that's help. I'm thinking Elrond should probably just do his expeditions on jet skis. Bingo. I'm just trying to imagine just like the Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria just 
all just three jet skis and everyone's just holding on to the end of one. It's just a chain. Uh, the, the, really high power. And they just see jet a storm cloud uh, and they're just like. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be called like the Lexus, the, the, the Mabel, and the. the, the Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. The, the Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, the Mary Lou. Travis, you're, everything's fine? Am I down there? Yeah, I'm good. We're still in one piece? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about Pulp Fiction. Lowercase P and F. Shut up. Okay. No so Samuel. No Samuel L. Jackson. No Squintin Tarantino. No squints. No no Bruce Willis. Pulp Fiction. You know this good stuff. You guys are gonna paint a picture. These are of course not illustrated by L. Ron Hubbard, but these are by him. Just look how cool this is. These are covers. Yeah, these are covers. Isn't that fucking like ooh yeah intrigue of the 1930s? Uh, oh yeah, like he didn't he didn't have anything to do with like the illustration. One of them says exotic, peppy, exciting. Which one of those doesn't belong? Peppy. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's responsible for writing the the, the, the header of that of that cover. So yeah, these are novels that he wrote. Yep, and you see there's a very, there's a nice name alongside his uh, his work there in the second cover if you could recognize it. Oh, um, Isaac Asimov. Yep. Co oh. published with Isaac, so he's, he's in there. He's big okay. names. These are these are very cool fucking covers. He science. has he has absolutely no imagination though for someone who does science fiction, right? Mystery all, adventures and science adventure. All the heavy lifting <laughs> is done by the illustrator, right, boys? Yeah, great illustration, dude. I like how she's holding the cult and her tits are cut out a little bit, right? It's hot. And she's fucking that Canadian Mountie. Yeah, <laughs> was it Yukon Madness? Right, sexy. How about how about how about this? Oh, oh. oh, fantastic! And what's happening in this fantastic? Uh, There's a uh, I don't know if that's kind of racist looking. It's like an ant Arab. I think it's a jinn, Travis. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's an ant Arab, <laughs> and he's like looking at a crystal, and then there's these two white people yelling. Yeah, they're clearly the heroes, right? The, yeah, the white uh, folk, yeah. of course. Yeah, the two sexy Aryan looking folks yeah. behind this diamond getting. <laughs> Like gazed upon by mm. this gin. I like thrilling adventures yeah, cover what's, what's, way more. What's thrilling about that adventure? There's Travis. a businessman getting punched out of a plane. Right. <laughs> the man with very choice headwear. I feel. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't need the goggles if you're inside the plane. Like there's a windscreen and enclosure, so like you don't need. No, them. he needs them. Yeah, that's that, more. He needs them for just life in yeah. general. Like I said before, thrilling adventures. Push another man book. out of a plane. I also like one of the highlights on thrilling adventures is it says all stories complete. Like, oh, I finished it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. They're all in there. And they still end with that question mark end, <laughs> probably. You know what I mean? You know, I think he's taking the EA model. He's putting out a bunch of unfinished stuff, it's usually. Some DLC. Oh, it's complete. Do you want to buy it? It's done. I swear. I'm it's not going to add to it later. I won't. It's a great game. It's a great movie. It's a great everything. It's pre-alpha with a working monetary store. It's just like, oh, good. I'm glad. So you're telling me if I buy this. Inside of it will be a conclusion. Cool. Uh, maybe. All right. Well, why not? There's a million. I'll buy it. <laughs> All right. So he's selling these these pulp, pulp fiction rags. It's good. And he supports his first of three wives with this uh, literary habit. Marge Grubb. Isn't that? 
That's a keeper. You want to sexy name? Yeah, wanna, she sounds like a honeymoon with Marge Grubb. She sounds like the kind of person that you would take a small stick and reach it into a hole and pull out a Marge Grubb. Oh, grub me, baby, grub me. This is a keeper. <laughs> Can't wait to divorce this one. <laughs> no, he couldn't. And yes, she was a keeper because it was a shotgun wedding. Ba -ba -da -ba. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Damn. Got married because there was a bun in the oven. Oh. Do, do you know where? Was it? Um, is it? Is this back in Nebraska? Right? He was born in Nebraska. And now Montana. He, he's fucking moving all around. Where is he? I don't okay. know. No, no. I know he's a shaker and mover. He's all over the oh, place. Yeah. I was he's just always running away from something. He's probably in the Midwest. But shotgun wedding because there's a bun in the oven. Yeah, the bun goes bad. Falls out of the oven. <laughs> and then repreggers. Another bun in the oven. Keeps this one. This one makes it. And this <laughs> this 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 bun has the worst Wait, naming. Can, what, so what's up? Hold on, Cody. Did you just describe, did you describe a miscarriage as, as a bun the bun goes bad and falls out of the oven? Yeah. Bun is a happy thing. Oh, we got a bun in the oven. I didn't want to like say it got burned because that implies it was in for too long. That oh, nice, I love that. That nightmarish <laughs> process that is a miscarriage for women, I doubt has ever been described as the bun fell out of the oven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never been pregnant. <laughs> See how that goes. Over. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> all, right. all right, so he gets no lady, or same lady to okay, poop yeah, out the, a the, different baby. Yeah, the shotgun, the, the baby that made the shotgun happen didn't make it, and then another baby, God bless him, made it. Um, has the he was wearing his parachute? Yeah, he had a parachute. And he had the goggles when he fell out of uh, Marge Grub, and he's like, yes, yes, freedom. Uh, this this boy has the worst decision I've ever seen as far as name goes. Uh, officially on the birth document as L. Ron Hubbard Jr. Eh, it's not good. But nicknamed Nibs. <laughs> so, my question to you is if, do you want to keep your shitty father's namesake and parade around as like L. Ron Hubbard Jr.? Or do you want to introduce yourself as Nibs at parties? <laughs> what, what, how do you do if you're this gentleman? Dude, I'd be like, yo, man, my name's Nibs. You go with Nibs. <laughs> yo, you want a Nib, bro? You take Nibs over L. Ron Hubbard Jr. What up? My name is LRHJ, which means laughably real hand jobs. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's, that's too real. Yeah, that's too real. <laughs> that's too real. It's oh. the real one. It's coming out. Oh. Can this be more fake? <laughs> what a time. Jesus. What a time to be alive. So Nibs, we're going as Nibs. Fucking going Nibs, nibs yeah, bro. No, I'm going as Nibs. Yeah. Dude, Nibs like sells some fucking six shrooms, bro. Nibs. nibs. Nibs would not be a fan of his father as he would testify against him later, but uh, spoilers, whatever. Uh, Everyone right. testify. I I think I testified against Al Ron at some point in my life. Exactly. And I mean, I think we all kind of testify against our father from time to time. Yeah. You, know? you gotta testify to best of it's, it's part of growing up. Doesn't mean you don't love your father, but it does mean you are a bastard. <laughs> 1938. Slight fast forward. During a cranial operation, Elron Hubbard suffered an eight minute cardiac arrest. Wait, why is he getting cranialized? He was having a tooth pulled. Oh. <laughs> he, he trumps it up as a cranial operator. He's just like, don't tell him my tooth. Was so he's like, and, it, and he experienced an eight minute cardiac arrest. Now his dentist is just like, 
Cardiac arrest is not popular with the drug I gave him. You know what is? Hallucinating out-of-body experiences. So it's more likely that Elron enjoyed his nitrous a little bit too much rather than he flatlined and died for eight minutes. So he tells people he died. Because he... Nitrous. Yeah, yeah, no, during, okay. During a cranial operation, which is just getting a fucking rotten tooth pulled out of his head. Yeah. I if, mean... If you've ever had nitrous, you do die for a bit. Uh, no, you. if you've ever done a whippet, you just have dubstep playing in your head for like a billion hours. Organic dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. So what's the significance of this eight minutes of death? Well, a vision came to him, a profound truth that rattled him to the bones and jostled him back to life from his tooth pulling. Okay. <laughs> and he sat down at his typewriter, and after a little bit of writer's block, let's say a week, he shat out something he calls Excalibur. Ah! Yes. Do you mean something that already existed? <laughs> yes. Do you do you mean something also not creative? But... It wasn't. It wasn't the tale of the sword and the stone. But he says, "I have written the book. It will revolutionize." Everything. Wait, so it's the book. <laughs> yes, it's the book, but I haven't heard of it. Yep. <laughs> and he and he says this, and this is the honest to goodness deal he made with his publishers, editors. Whoever shows up at Penn Station with the most money gets it. All right. Yeah. So was there a race? Were, were people coming in? No from takers. <laughs> no ta zero takers. Because they're all like, yes. "What are you talking about? You blacked out for eight minutes. You told you're telling us you're dead. The <laughs> dentist is telling us you were giggling and drooling instead, which is very non-corpse like." Right, and this is like what 1930s, 1940s, like, 38. 38. So 38. It's just like everyone was getting teeth pulled constantly because we didn't have Listerine, mm -hmm. and uh, it's very important to have that. Yeah. So everyone's getting their teeth pulled. Everyone's blacking out. No one's writing books except LRH. LRH is like, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking get my tooth pulled and write books. Like, that's that sounds like the kind of guy who, like the rest of us, who watched Avatar and blacked out for two and a half hours. That happened to you? actually remembered it. That happened to you, too? <laughs> it was like, this is inspired. Right, dude? Uh. <laughs> like, everyone did it. No one gives a shit except that one guy who's just like, yo, have you seen Avatar? Life-changing. Dude, it's yeah, like Chad, the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Smurfs, but they're bigger. Smurfs. And Kitty Cat <laughs> yeah, Smurf kid, Griffith. Kitty yeah. Cat. Smurf Pocahontas. Oh, dude. That, that lady Smurf, man. Can you paint with all the colors of blue? Uh, how about grape? <laughs> it's kind of blue. Not wrong. <laughs> no takers at Penn Station. Okay. So he's, he's, he's slightly butthurt, but he, t he, he sees the silver lining. <laughs> he sees the silver lining as such as as this as Travis would say that's all staying in um as this as this uh, no you gotta say as this as this do a big old um like Travis yeah he just simply reasoned <laughs> the editors and readers that did manage to read Excalibur have either gone insane or killed themselves that's why there was no takers he's like oh they they must have thought it was so amazing they've killed themselves before showing up with the money. Oh. Wow. And he he embellishes his story with, like, he shows up to, a, like, a 38th floor executive room, and the manuscript is thrown on the table, and the executive leafs through a few pages and just throws himself out of the 38th story, <laughs> like, window. And I'm just like, L. Ron Hubbard has never been on like, so above a third floor of any... 
Because there's security in front. Yeah. There's reception. He, he doesn't get to 38. So, so El, El Possibly Ron, janitorial. Yeah. yeah. So Elron Hubbard is the first SoundCloud rapper. How do you want to... How do you Go wanna... backwards. So like a SoundCloud rapper's like, dude, the, um, sh- my shit's blowing up. Okay. Let me take a billion Xanax. <laughs> then I'll die. And then, but like, yeah. then I'll know I'm fucking sick. Because of Xanax. Well, I did a hip-hop song, and I put it on SoundCloud, <laughs> and it got 200 plays in a month. So I'm going to get a face tattoo. About 30 of those plays were mine, but, you know. This <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. There's a frog in my fucking throat tonight. <laughs> Excalibur. What's his name? Cody? His name is Kiro. That's the Japanese word for frog. Uh, Excalibur would eventually be integrated into that big ol' S word we haven't said quite. I don't even know if we've said it yet. Have we? No, I'm avoiding it personally. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for you to... We're not going to go... We're going to go deep into it hard for five minutes at the end. I'm waiting but for you to pop that fucking... Uh, we all know what thing cherry. We all know what Scientology is and does. Whoa, <laughs> you said it. That that has certain implications, doesn't it, Travis? I was telling you during a cigarette. Uh, get attacked. We're gonna get doxxed by the Scientology. I welcome it because Where? it's like it's fine. Who cares? Roast, tonight, roast mortem is officially Scientology fair game. Speaking uh. out against the church. That makes us fair game in Scientology eyes. They can do all sorts of dirty, nasty, physical, and emotional, and legal things to us. I just can't wait till some fucking, like, (sighs) British dude starts screaming in my face for getting in my car. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait until next episode we're gonna have the chick from fucking King of Queens, and I can talk about Kevin James with her. He's from Long Island. Yeah, be like, who is Kevin James? King of Queens, have you not been paying attention to this? (laughs) It's a play on words, because if you're extremely outdated, Brooklyn is called Kings. It took me so long to get that. I I don't know. If I had to to ask her a few questions, I'd be like, um, were you on the set of Mall Cop? I know you weren't in the movie, but like, we're just hanging out. There's two of those. You gotta, you gotta say which Mall Cop. And like, how can I be in Mall Bar Plop Cop? Plop Cop. Seven. All right, there you go. We said it. We said the S word. Are you happy? Are you fucking happy? Yeah. We'll do it down and dirty later, but yes, he's the fucking Scientology asshole. And we will highlight that. Or science fiction writer. Wink, wink. Or shitty boatman. Or (laughs) adulterous fuckwad. Yeah. He's got a lot of of Boy Boy Scout medals that that are like, why are those even medals? What are you doing there? What's what, do you even know what metal is? Adultery. Go really? eat. Go eat spinach, dude. How's that one? Excalibur said the word oop, integrated into Scientology and would be sold for fifteen hundred dollars a piece. And by the way, just easy math. I fig- figured out uh, the timeline we're in and they're in. It's just ten times the money. So just keep that in mind. Wait, what, what are you talking about timeline? So, so you're saying a book that was fifteen hundred dollars? Fifteen hundred dollars back then would be fifteen thousand dollars nowadays. Uh, money. Okay. So it's an easy conversion rate just for the rest of the episode. Cool. Ten times money in 2019 cash. All right. I think I get that. I know math. I did algebra once. Okay. How about this for math? He claimed to to mystify the book for the fifteen initial readers. Went insane and killed themselves, aka the skyscraper boy. Wait, oh. so 
like seven of them actually killed themselves. What that means is that what the equation is. Uh, what that means is it took fifteen people for the fourth guy to kill themselves, and then no one else did because you'd say something like, "Oh, the f- four out of the first twenty or something." Like All right, that. and then you subdivide it by seven, and, and, and then, then you equals, and like then you figure two. the remainder, until and then the, you do your gazintas, and then you like underscore it, and then you fucking. You hit a you hit you hit a number two. Well, look, it's good to have a disclaimer. Like, I want you to read this, but I'd also prefer if you don't jump off a skyscraper yeah. after reading it. I don't want him reading it. It costs fucking shitload of money. Yeah, I'll read. Don't that do book. it. Let's do it, man. Go to the book fair. Dude, Get some we, goosebumps. We're in a animorphs. Ba- we're in a basement all the time. We could read it because we probably wouldn't be able to jump out of a window and destroy ourselves. We'd actually be getting fresher air if we jumped out. Of the <laughs> <laughs> We'd be going upward. Yeah, you'd yeah, yeah. be climbing out of a window. <laughs> this would. This book would be a benefit if you've got fifteen hundred a thousand dollars in your pocket. Do roast mortem cast a favor. Get us a book that makes us jump out of a window. Yeah, let's get some air. We'll get some exercise too. It'll be a good story. Dude, I'm, I, I'm could sure not, I could not. I could that. not fit through that window. I'm just uh, saying. Travis, you I read this fucking you book. That. You read this fucking book. You're just gonna. Well, you're just gonna sweat lube. Well, just, I mean, <laughs> Tom, you have still have that spam up there. You can just lube my body up with it, and I just like. I have spam. four. I have four cans of spam, courtesy of Cody, who got them in Hawaii. That's where they're so from. great lube. It's what every body time, lube. Every time he goes and visits family, I ask him, "Hey, give me that genuine." Yeah, that's no. What, you ask for the grossest thing. <laughs> I can <laughs> find <laughs> genuine though. Oh, that's what that, that Hawaiian. That's what that song "Your Body Is a Wonderland" is all about. It's about greasing yourself up with spam so you can slide through a basement window. I'm gonna say that's probably about the eighth time we've talked about that song on this podcast. It's so all let's me, mo- dude. Let's it's keep moving. fucking hot. It's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> you need to sign an alpha David to get this book saying not to leak the book contents as Mr. Hubbard doesn't want certain things out during his stay on Earth. Thank God PDFs and surface told the late 90s. Yeah, and it's also like, hey, that's a great place to hide secrets in a published book you're circulating. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. why? Like, if the book's already leaked if you're p- circulating it. Why am I signing something that says don't circulate it? That's really great. I mean, that worked for the mi- Reagan administration. Yeah. When they were like, hey, don't do drugs, wink. And then every person did drugs. <laughs> All right. So, sure, trickle down. Oh, do trickle drugs. down narcotics. Tr- trickle down. Trickle down narcotics. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's how it works. I get really high. Uh, the dog licks me, and she does tricks for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he wants to get in the boat again. Uh-oh. Oh Let's God. talk about the Alaska expedition, February 1940. Wait, he's in a girl, Alaska? He's going to go in Alaska. Fuck yeah. He's doing everything. He's everywhere. He's been... Er- he's uh, he's Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man, and I hate fucking everything. Mm. It's cool, man. He's what? in racial slurs like you've never heard, Travis. He's like Johnny Quest without Haji. That's just... That's, that's just a, this is racism. That's just not a story. It's pure racism. That's actually really hilarious. I'm sure there's I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of white power fan fiction where Haji gets fucking murked by Johnny himself and race. Yeah, race panda. God damn it. Alaska expedition in February 1940. It's the Alaskan radio expedition. All he's got to do, he's part of the Explorers Club, by the way, and this is the people who are swinging this expedition of his. Mm, the New York Explorers Club. All he's got to do is update the Alaskan coastline maps. Now, I feel like that's way sounds easier than it's done. Like, tiny little fucking shits all over Alaska. The Aleutian chain. 
Yeah, but that's like the coastline's ridiculous of Alaska. It's yeah, insane. It's ridic- yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So many little islands, so much happening. Yeah, it's all there. And Dude, he's got, yeah. we've all seen that fucking crabbing show. It's hard. The Someone died catch. on it. Yeah, that's, I that's, think he died of like a heart attack. It had nothing to do with crabbing, but like crabbing killed him by <laughs> clogging the heart attack. I think his name was Phil. Yeah, R.I.P. Phil. Anyway, he's got to do. <laughs> there's no coastline in that show. Well, yeah, there was, but he's got to update the coastline, and he's got to he's got to use. Uh, fancy radio positioning equipment, squared up, refine the technique. Easy peasy, right? Yeah. No, always oh, not. Because he's in a boat, and shit breaks when he's in a boat, because two days, the shit explodes. <laughs> like, he's got black smoke pouring out of, like, the engine room, so Where, to speak. Where'd he leave from? Was he, like, in Alaska when he started, or was he, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to get to Alaska He first. was in Alaska, and he's like, okay, I gotta sail, like, around in the boat. Okay. okay. And, like, okay. It broke after two days. It doesn't sound that bad. Like, okay, if you break down after a two-day drive, just walk back. But it's like, that was two days over the water. That's, like, the fastest way to, like, move through a So you can't, like, hitchhike back on right. a caravan because that car is going to take two months to do what you did over the water. Right. You can't just swim to shore type of thing. No, it's pretty cold. It's cold. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, it's cold in Ketchikan, which is where he's fucking stuck, man, with his wife. Or, the wife is along for this shit. Is it still Grubs? It's Grub. Grub, all right. Oh, yeah. Grub, all right. Grub. So, so the Explorer Club wanted him to do this, though, yep. right? Like, he, he, he probably convinced them. He's like, hey, I'll do this. And they were uh, behind it. And yeah, like, they're like, take this boat, take the money, do it. And he, it turns out he, he might have been doing it for... Writing material. Shit. I got well. a pulp and Excaliburs. And also, if you join the Explorers Club today, they pretty much just take you to Ibiza. <laughs> and that's pretty lame. Dun, 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 dun. Why is that lame, dude? <clears throat> oh, my God. Beer Why down. is that lame, dude? Because you join a club that takes you there. Just go there. I, jo- I joined a cult, and then I went there. Was it free? Yeah. That was, that was just medieval times, Travis. Yeah, I went, I went to medieval times and I took a lot of uh, uh, ecstasy. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of ecstasy at medieval <laughs> times. Just so many, so many <laughs> upgraded hot topic girls just just working at Renaissance festivals with, ho- with hula hoops. Dude. Oh my god, dude! So many, so many girls who own uh, like birds that aren't doing well at the moment. <laughs> I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual, dude. This is my parakeet. It's different. Thank you, Brittany. I got, I got those blessed bee tattoos all over me, dog. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I got my, I got my nips pierced, and I like, you know, whatever crystals, and also medieval times <laughs> in Jersey. <laughs> he's not in Jersey. He's in goddamn Alaska. Yeah, we'll go back to Catch you. a can, Alaska. He's stranded there because he's a shitty boatman and his boat fucked up. And he's got to sit there and goddamn raise money writing short stories for the radio station until he can get the boat repaired. <laughs> oh my god, that sucks. <laughs> and that spans from August 30th to December 27th. So he was just out on open water. Not open, he gets he gets back, oh, he but gets he towed. needs to get back to like greater society from like this tiny village. So he's there for like six months, he's just the- writing <clears throat> stupid stories. And it's just like, oh, surprise! Your Christmas present is home. <laughs> you got to leave, Great, family. Get, you get this fucking yeah. tub ball. It's just like how you, you uh, gotta ask yourself, like, how long does it take to fucking get enough money to fix a boat by writing short stories to a local radio station? Six months. I mean that six fucking months. That's yeah. that's a, a math equation now. Yeah, pretty much. Like, what was he writing? Like, uh, it was the whitest, like my skin, and then the dirty. <laughs> His the, skin was the, transparent. 
And then the dirty, darker-skinned people showed up. I'm assuming that's what his stories are. Of yes, course. he had more the, creative vocabulary. Than no, the, the dirty, dirty, dirty darker-skinned people. Gonna, that's he, what you're going to go with. These dirty, disgusting, helpful people. <laughs> and they showed me the ways of their tribe. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and I looked upon them. I looked into their souls, and I saw nothing. And we inserted into each other's holes. <laughs> I looked in their souls and saw nothing. That's, That's I'm, this is Elrond. I'm I channeling know. him. Yeah. Oh my God, Travis. <laughs> Good, for Good for us. Good for everything. Okay, so he's bad in boats, right? <clears throat> so naturally, he still wants to get to the navy. Really? You still want to get the let me on the boat. Let me on the boat. Come on. Let Elrond let let old Lafayette on the boat. How old is he? I don't he's gotta be in his like twenties at this point. Alright. Because <clears throat> he, he's getting creative with his let me in the navy methods. He goes to Congressman Robert McDonald Ford, and they're they're a little chummy, so like hey. He's like, Hey bud, you wanna write me a letter? Give him a little tuggy on the side. Yeah, write me a recommendation. He's also the richest man ever, McDonald's and Ford. Wow. Whoa. Hey, don't forget Robert. They used to call yeah. Ro- the old yeah, Robert Corp. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love Robert's Burgers. Robert Pharmaceutical. <laughs> yeah. Robert Pharmaceutical Burgers. That's more of a good Well, you know, they, they called it d- dipping it in the inkwell. Because he would uh, he'd place his mouth on the desk. And then pretend his the man's dick was a pen and a dip it pen, and quilled, dip it into yes. his mouth, the <laughs> inkwell, real quick. Yes. Oh, that's good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd sign the Declaration of Independence. He'd sign it hard. Sign it. Sign it away. My name is Leron Hubbard. Leron. L- <laughs> there we go. I was I was I was angling for a sexy nickname, Leron Hubbard. Leron. Leron. Leron Hubbard. The letter comes out. I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna quote mine right now. I'm cherry picking. One of the most brilliant men I have ever known has considerable influence in the Caribbean and Alaska. What? Well known in many parts of the world. Wait, what? <laughs> For courage and ability, I cannot too strongly recommend him. Robert McDonald Ford. So I was like, what's going on here? Why, why is the senator doing this? Damn. So, and it turn, like, you, I'll tell you. you no, know, no, just is. tell me. I'll tell uh, you. Uh, was yeah. it the ink thing that I was talking nope, about? Nope, it absolutely <laughs> wasn't. Turns out L. Leron Hubbard went to his senator friend and just fucking nagged him. Bucking nagged him, like, dude, write me a letter, write me a letter, write me a letter. That's how you get a fucking job, bro. To the point where Robert McDonald is like, fuck, fuck you, here's my stationery, leave me alone. Oh, so. (laughs) So he wrote the letter. Ron Hubbard wrote his, forged his own recommendation into the Navy. Because that's how bad he wanted to be on a boat. He's like, let me on the boats. Oh, dude. Uh, He loves boating, bro. He loves boating. So. What does well-known in many parts of the world mean? Like, what? Yeah, do you think the Navy gives a shit? They're like, what? what? Eyeballs, man. Just We just need eyeballs. You have none of them. Yeah, here is a wrench. Can you just, like, fasten that fucking bolt? Yeah. So, yeah. No. <laughs> Are you well-known in the world? I don't give a shit. Like, that fucking ship is about to sink. You gotta fucking ratchet the boy. I mean, yeah, you can't just throw John Depp into, like, a science lab and have him make science. Dude, he'll just give you squirrels He's well-known in the world, he's not a science. Mm. 
So what, what's the extent of this malfeasance here? Is this fraud? Counterfeiting? Counterfeiting. Force nepotism? Uh, Ooh, where's the line? Where's the line here? It's a little bit of everything. It's like a fucking... It's like, it, it's like a KFC flavor bowl. I really like that term for force nepotism. Yeah, that's like, a lot of fun. Or he, KFC he played his hand right. He whatever. nagged him. Yeah, the exact quote is, <laughs> "Hell, you're the writer. You write it." So he nagged him until Ford had to say that and just threw the stationery at him. Mm. And you know what? It doesn't matter what it is because it worked. Yeah, he got commissioned as a lieutenant in the Navy Reserve. Oh, he's uh, in the reserves. He's, so he's they're like, "Oh, you might be able to go out." <laughs> Let's see if he's okay on boats. And he's yeah. just there like, yeah, boats. Let me on the boat. <laughs> Love them, bro. Put him on the beach. Give him a tent. Tell him to paint the canoe every day. <laughs> Have you seen this boat's port side? Fuck. Ugh. Mm. I love being out at sea. Mm. And like He's like, surely the military can see. Like, he's had two bust expeditions. Nope. Naval Reserve, July 19th, 1941. Give me that sexual stern. Oh, port side. Until the bow breaks. Give me that port side lift. Ooh. I barely know these terms. I live on an island, and I know nothing about the water. I'm just going to mash you in the ass. So you got port and starboard of a boat, mm -hmm. and it's easy to remember because port has four letters and left has four letters. Uh, and it's the left of the front of the boat. Is and the starboard is more sexual. Right, it's, it's more, so it's right. It's yeah, it's the right hole to go in yeah. <laughs> All right, so for those of you who didn't know, uh, the right hole is the, <laughs> the starry one. Yeah, star-shaped hole. Star-shaped yeah. hole. And port comes out of the left one. That's and right. And I'll get you hammered. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to tickle the starboard star hole. Yeah, get your mustache you ready. Throw back some port. 1943, out of nowhere, he claimed he sunk two Japanese subs. I was like... No one went in on him with this. Like, no other reports said Elrond sunk two Japanese subs. How'd he you did. do it, Ronnie? How'd you do it? With my mind bullets, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, where'd you see him from? How'd you know they were coming? Well, I could see those Chinamen coming from a mile away. <laughs> and I just did a cannonball off the side of the ship and sank that sub. <laughs> the claim was ultimately rejected by his commander as bullshit. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, where there would be wreckage we would see. Thank you, commander. Something. <laughs> any, any evidence at all would suffice. Yeah. And then Hubbard does this fucking mental jujitsu he always fucking does. And he says his, ro his heroics were omitted from the record as to not stir a panic amongst mainland civilians. Because, uh, wait. <laughs> because you know the military just discloses everything instantly. You're a, a lieutenant <laughs> who's just kind of here in the reserves while we got a war going on. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, man. You want to go to Toys R Us later? Maybe we'll get some gold mine. You can take down some Soviets. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I just I love this. Like, dude, I just did something so sick that like I, no one can know about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no one in the fucking United States knows about me right now. Yeah, it's like I'm so sick. I'm like Tom Cruise in uh, in, in, in Mission Impossible. 
Oh my god. It's like, yeah, he's like, I ollied this gap, but the lens cap was on. <laughs> and like everyone in his crew is just like in the background, like, no, he didn't. Didn't even do it. He yeah. Didn't do it. He just likes being on a boat. Yeah, imagine this. We all we all had that friend, you know. Like, where you're yeah. out and you're just and, and then like they have a real smile on their face, like they just pulled some shit off and you're just like, dude, what's up? And they're just like, I just did something so sick, man. You're not gonna believe and it. And like he's prying for a bit and you're drinking, and then you find out that they just got a girl's number. And that's it. And you that's look it. at the number, like, and it starts with eight zero zero. Yeah, and you're, just, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right, cool. Eight zero zero nine one one sixty nine sixty nine. Bridget, huh? <laughs> all right. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Oh man, Bridget. Every woman. Oh, that's how she's in the contacts. Oh, oh yeah. That's oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> so can you, this is like slightly fucked up. It's just like. This could have set off an internet. There's already an international fucking incident, but it could have exacerbated it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Even if the command, like, got, thank God the commander recognized it as bullshit because it could have been like, oh, my God, the, the Japanese are encroaching, like, more aggressively than they actually are. And that could have been a whole fucking cabal. It's, it's lucky for every one stupid idiot lieutenant. There's a bunch of normal people around him, Thank probably. Who Wait, go, hey. Thank you for your service. Chill the fuck out, your mate. Your dual service. Wait, hold on. Is this going on pre uh, Pearl Harbor? 43. No. Never mind. 43? Wait, 42. December yeah, 7th, no, yeah, 40, yeah. 42, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought for some reason he was like, I just sang two fucking Japanese subs. Oh, shit. They didn't do anything to us. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Well, I was like, get back in your rice cooker and get over there. Yeah. Later, different ship, same anti-submarine capabilities, though. So they're just like, you, you need to leave this one. Go over to that one. Let's see if you do better. In this ship, in this warship... LeRon Hubbard approached the Coronado Islands, just off the coast of San Diego, believing they were uninhabited islands in American waters. And he commenced an unauthorized gunnery practice with live munitions on the Coronado Islands. Okay, uh, safety. Yeah, I'm it's, just not gonna even, imagine. it's not even a good idea if everything, you know what I mean, if he thought... If he, everything he assumed was true, it's still mm -hmm. not a great idea. I'm, I'm, right. just, I'm just thinking... I think people might live there. You think people might live there? <laughs> Let's shoot into the woods. <laughs> and uh, you think that might not actually be American territory, Travis? A uh, little Mexico? It's, uh, it's Mexican. Uh, the Islands are Mexican and not American. And yes, Travis, they are in fact <laughs> inhabited. Wait, where is? Uh, wait, he he's a lieutenant. Wait, where does? What is he? What is? He, what what level is he at? Lieutenant in the reserves. So how Lute is? How does he? How does he have the like? The capability to be like, yeah, the fucking fire over there, bruh. He just has the gusto, man. He can forge <laughs> letters. I'm sure he can, like, like say, like, oh, this telegram says this. Do it. Like, you know what I mean? What like, a dick. He's a cunt. Yeah, he sounds like a bully, really. I mean, because if you think about it, like, when you were in school as a little kid and Gerard tells you to go do something, you're, like, pressured into it. Even though Gerard's in the same grade as you, for some reason, you have to do it. And then, like, Ugh. when you're older, you're just like, fuck you, Gerard. I'm my own man. Fuck you, Gerard. Tom, uh, that would be $35 for this therapy session. <laughs> okay. So, your boy LeRon Hubbard just committed an act of war on Mexico with American stuff. Oops. 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 
Yeah. I mean, so what? There's a few Mexican rancheros and goat breeders on the island, right? Alron Harbor's going to do the shaggy defense. Wasn't little. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> and it wasn't actually Mexico. It was Guatemala. No, like pulling the mask it, off it, 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 and it, it, then it. like, whoa, it was actually fucking El Salvador. No, it actually wasn't Mexican rancheros and goat breeders. It was the Coast Guard of Mexico. Oh! <laughs> so that's, that's a big no-no. They'll, those guys will tattle on you. He got a fucking dipshit firing guns into sandcastles that he had someone else built. Hey, man. That was nice. That, yeah, that's my castle. That's an act of war. Why you do this? This is my it, castle. It's a fucking act of war. He's firing <laughs> torpedoes into Mexico. And it's just like, it's not just Mexico. Or a sandcastle it's, or act of war. Mexican Coast Guard, Mexico. It's the worst place to blow up. We tried to stop him at the eyes, but <laughs> apparently he's real good at nagging people. Keep that in mind. Mm. Oh, yeah! Blessed. So he's firing these torpedoes into Mexico, and Mexico fires back in the form of a pink slip. Womp. Okay. He gets Wait. fired. Legitimate. Like, yes! fired, fired. Fuck yeah! He's firing torpedoes. He gets fired. That was the joke. It didn't land. Fuck you. Dude, well, I'm happy though. Yay me! Erroneous Hubbardonius gets fortiest. Erroneous Hubbard, dude. Yeah. Erroneous Hubbard got fired. Yeah, to jail. He did he get to jail? Not to. Fuck. Did he get to jail? I don't know. We'll get. All right. Well, I'm just assuming he's fired. So if you he's get fired, fired, but you go to jail. <laughs> Indeed, he's fired, but uh, he's taking his time. Out of his way on uh, uh, on his way out of the military, he's like, "Ooh, I have a war injury." It wasn't a war injury; it was a duodenal ulcer. Oh, I was gonna guess another pulled tooth. No, this is this is this is another hole in his tum tums. No. Oh, that's not even like a real hole, like me. You have an I have an actual hole. hole. No, you have an opposite hole that goes outward. It's not. Oh well, yeah, there's a hole inverted in my tum tums. He got it leaves. He got an ulcer from drinking everyone else's orange juice. <laughs> not cool, brah. Dude, I said no pulp. And when he when he's when he's in there, he he's also noticing he has all sorts of things wrong with him. He's got conjunctivitis, bursitis, failing eyesight. I didn't see that one coming. Oh, did you not? I thought it failed already. Right? <laughs> and quote unquote, in his words, something wrong with my feet. <laughs> now. And the military's like, what the fuck, dude? Of, of course there's something wrong with your eyes. We turned you away the first two times because your peepers were shit and you can't put us on the hook for it. But now. the senator yeah. said that I had good eyes because he wrote a letter, wink, wink, that I wrote, I mean, that he wrote. Oh, 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 oh. Mr. Lafayette, I will tell you this one more time. Remember the rest of your life that... Before, in the rest of your life, we told you not to do that. That was not going anywhere. I was, I totally misworded that. Joke. Remember the IMO. Yeah. <laughs> He's mooching off the government, claiming vet disability with false pretenses. Shame on you, fuckwad. People need that. But now, let's talk about his occult shit. Oh, occult. Oh, we're going to get into deep and dark. We're going to get in the deepest, moistest hole of the occult. Let me put on my coven uniform. I want to talk about Jack Parsons. He's a satanic rocket scientist, believe it or not. Yes. That's pretty... You want to see a picture of him? 
Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, here's here's a picture of him with a prototype uh, flashlight. Oh my goodness, he's looking at <laughs> he's looking at that stringified cum at the end of this flashlight. And he's like, "Hail Satan!" He's got a good look for Brooklyn. He's today. like a he's like a Jack yeah. Sparrow of, of occultism and rocket science. So, Jack Parson is this is this, is this ruffian's name. Keep in mind. Did he fuck that thing? I I don't know. Do you want to? Or is that is this just an extended like? It looks, looks like a pipe bomb or a flashlight. No, it looks like it's it looks like a flashlight, but it's got like an extended extended tampon cord coming out of for it the, for the for the male. Well, you just gotta pull the tampon out, and then you just because it keeps it fresh. Yeah, he's got a good look. I'll give him that. He's yeah, a handsome, he's a good look. He's a real handsome guy. Handsome man, Has, handsome Satanist. Yes, handsome. they usually are. Not really. I mean, if you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna get into it because. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack Parsons got this goddamn mansion. He's got crazy experiments, prototype flashlights going on. He lets rooms to weirdos, bohemian people, people that are down. Ew. Satan, if you catch my drift. And LaRon Hubbard shows up and is like, I love Satan. Can I, can I get a room? Let me, let me wait, get a room. Wait, L- uh, my hubby said, like, hail Satan? Yeah. LaRon L- L- was down with Satan to get a free room in Jack Parsons' mansion. Ooh. Nice. His wacky mansion with all these experiments and shit. With all the fleshlights. Yes. Wow. Now, Jack Parsons got this sweetheart called Betty. 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 That's her nickname. I think her real name is, like, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. How do you get from Sarah to Betty? I don't fucking know. It's weird. Times were simpler and more complicated back then, Travis. I guess so. Jack Parsons got this girl named Betty. Laron Hubbard's like, that's mine now. And takes that girl so quickly, so alpha male from Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons is actually impressed. He's like, God damn it, that guy is smooth. Wait, what happened to Grubby? So, firstly, he's Grubb's a cop. there. Grub is still there. Oh, yeah. Grub's, I mean, in the be- he's not in the room, of course, but Grub's the wife. Ah. All right, so Parsons is a cuck. And also... Did you see the flashlight prototype? Yeah. Did you see the <laughs> tiny gauge that he was testing on that? Pro- it was... It was like sub-micro penis. Very, very thin. Could be long, Noodle but dick. still very thin. And also, uh, what's up, Betty? Uh... L. Ron Hubbard, I've seen pictures of him. He looks like the villain from Nightmare Before Christmas, but greasier. <laughs> More transparent. It's, yes. You can, like, see the... Yeah. You see the bugs crawling around inside him. This is Halloween. I'm a different ween. Check out my ween, Betty. <laughs> Check out my ween. Parsons would say, or write, rather, he moved in with me about two months ago. Although Betty and I are still friendly. <laughs> Ah. She has transferred her sexual affection to Ron. Oh. He's like, wow. So he could have he could have saved a few words and just written in his diary, me no fuck good. Me no fuck me, good. <laughs> me, no. me rocket scientist also fuck bad. Me fuck bad, hell Satan. Hey, <laughs> if you like Satan and fuck bad, you know what you might be down with? What's that? Shoddy sex magic. Woo! Whoa, whoa. I say magic, there's a K on the end of it. That oh, bad type that of magic. Tasteless. Magic. You would love to experience sex my magic. magic. My sexual magic. I will place upon you. Ooh, there must have been a real bad meeting right before they decided to put the K there, where they were really trying to put the triple X there. Um, we would Magics. Do, yeah, we would do the magic X 
It's not going to work, Parson. It's just not going to work. I hear the clitoris is right under the butthole, near the top of the crack. You don't fuck it, and X is just not going to work in magics. I'll just channel my Satan for everyone. Oh, channel your Satan. Anyway, with... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a segue. All right. So, Cody. Sex magic, yeah. Sex magic. Tell me all about it. Tell me about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. One person conjures and the other person sees. If you catch my drift. Do you not? Okay, good. Kuckensy Deutsch? Richard Metzger's secondhand account said Parsons used his magical wand to whip up a vortex of energy. I will use my magical wand (laughs) to whip up some ladies. So the elemental would be summoned, yes, Travis, for ladies. (laughs) Translated to plain English, Parson jerked off in the name of spiritual advancement whilst Hubbard scanned the astral planes of signs and visions. Hubbard, expand the vectoral planes! Also, if you can remove the name from the man, like Hubbard is a good rhythmic word to use while you're jerking. Hubbard, 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 Marjorie Cameron showed up at the mansion. Okay. Probably like, give me a room, y'all sit in. I'm bohemian or something. My parents are Wait, pretty neat. But I can I be an elemental, y'all. <laughs> so what does this mean? This is a sign to Jack Parson mm. to, to, to take in Elrond as a sure enough like magic practitioner. It worked. Great. I can have faith in this man. <laughs> so what do you do when like the elemental shows up? You... Give up your life savings, $21,000, to start up a business with L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, and yeah, that, that's, that's, that's that about means. two hundred grand now, as you said before. Yeah, just time's time. <laughs> there you go. So, and what's this business? We're going to open up a card-slash-video game shop mm-hmm. where the ladies are entered for free into our tournaments. And we'll offer Mountain Dew Code Red for them. They get crunk. See, the, the real trick is that no ladies are going to show up. So everyone's paying top dime. All right. So what's this business that Elrond essentially conned Jack into going in on? What do you think it involves? Some kind of satanic getaway? Mm, it's a, a getaway, re- not satanic. A religion? Something Elrond loves. Boats! 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 Yes! Boats! I'm Boats. on a boat, motherfucker, doing flips and shit. Give me your money, $21,000, and we'll start a yacht flipping business. Dude, I'll, are they I'll actually hurt. flipping the yachts, though? That's sick! Flipping yachts That is shit. sick, but I don't think that's what Coach no. is going to get. Like, you mean just, like, Elrond's get like, them and sell them? Elrond's like, let me buy them in Miami, <sighs> and we'll flip them on the West Coast. Damn. Dumb. So I'll take it all the way fucking around. The Panama. It exists. It exists now, so he's, he's going to use that. But that's still a fucking journey. Yeah. And there's probably better way. Like, there's probably better ways to get a yacht in perhaps a California or something. I don't know. Or just buy a California yacht. Like, yeah, 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 that's what I would do. Anthony Kiedis is offering discount deals on yachts. Takes his wife on the yacht. Sarah mm-hmm. Betty gets on the yacht and leaves. So Jack's like, here's the money, take my wife, get in this boat, and go. And that's exactly what Elrond does. He leaves. But mm, did he get to the West Coast? No. 
There's you, a lot. Nope. What? What? What's up? Are you telling me there's some kind of like foul play there's here? There's ulterior motives, motherfucker. Uh, you never know what these darn Satanists. Because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because a letter showed up at the Navy asking for permission for L. Ron Hubbard to leave American waters and venture into South American waters and Chinese waters. Whoa. Well, he doesn't where, like those. Well, how's he getting to Chinese waters in a yacht? I don't think he knows where things are. <laughs> nope. He's like, let me go to China. And they're just like, you're in a yacht. You're in a, you're in a, you're in an advanced dinghy. Yeah. Do you think you can get there from Miami? Just because you have three bedrooms and one bathroom and a shitty kitchen. And a little Wi-Fi. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're getting a shame. Dude, I'm just worried about Grub. Did he divorce her? No. She's on the sideline while he's fuck. He, well, he's fucking hanging yeah. out with Betty Boop. She's yeah. doing a yacht sex adventure with Betty. Uh, Betty Boop. Betty Sarah. She must have been the coldest husk of a woman ever. Yeah. To just be like, well, this is my life now. It's like it's like one of those corns you get from a Native American man. It's very vibrant colors. Right. But it's really small and like non. You know, there's it's not edible. Of, can't eat it. Yeah, you can't eat it. So but it looks good. One of those blue Native American corns, but also Chinese corn style. Uh, oh, very baby small. corn. Ba- oh, baby yeah, small. Very small. Oof. Oof. <laughs> 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 Believe it or not, uh, the man himself, Satan, Satanist himself, has to come down and slap a little sense into Jack Parsons. Alistair Crowley. Whoa. Has to be like, you realize he, he doped you, right? <laughs> like, he's gone with your wife. He, he's gone with your future wife and money on a boat. You you bought him the boat, and he's just gone. So has Elrond met Crowley at this point? No, no, no. Crowley and Parsons. Right. Because no, they're Satan. No, no, no. no they did, Elrond did not meet Crowley. Okay, no, yeah, that's what I'm asking. So, so like, Crowley's like, dude, so, you fucked up. Yeah, I'll read it. Suspect Ron playing a confidence trick on Jack. You weak fool. Obvious victim of prowling swindlers. <laughs> the Satanist himself is like, you got tricked, you <laughs> stupid idiot. Not the way I trick you. Just like, you got tricked. Yeah. Damn. Don't worry, though. Laurent Hubbard left a $2,900 IOU, so it's fine. IOU. They go all way. It's good. Yeah, you're good. I just love, like, Mr. Satan himself, not from Dragon Ball Z, had to come down and be like, you fucked up. Anyway, Jack Parsons had to sell his fantastical, wonderful mansion full of bohemian fucks and weird experiments to recoup his losses. Poor guy. Kind of, I guess. I don't know. Oops. Again, with the boats, though. He loves boats. Well, you know, it's post-World War II economy, and you're a rocket scientist, so I don't really... uh, He was probably fine. Yeah, he was good. Maybe. Probably. Oh, his little choo-choo tug-tug boat? No, don't miss. This is when he marries Sarah Hollister, the Sarah Betty. As a second wife, while well, he's already married to the Marjorie Grubb. A second wife? Hey, what is that called? Bigamy? <laughs> polygamy? <laughs> no, polygamy. Polygamy. Bigamy or polygamy, yeah. Bigamy. Uh, bigamy is two wives, and polygamy is more than one, so it's oh, acceptable. Uh, well, it's a little bit of polygamous. It's like a pygmy. If you have a pygmy for a wife, it's pygmy. Bigamy. Uh, bigamy. 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 Bigger of me. Bigamy, bigger you. Sarah Holster <laughs> would poop out a few children for a very horrific and unsettling 
custody battle with Elron after Ty soured. How many children did she build back? There was three. Oh. Things would eventually go in favor of Sarah Betty, but only after she signed a letter written by Elron that says... The things I have said about L. Ron Hubbard in courts and in public prints have been grossly exaggerated or entirely false. I have not at any time believed otherwise that L. Ron Hubbard is a fine and brilliant man. I have a feeling that Jeff Bezos' wife, who's divorcing him right now, mm. is going to have to sign a similar document. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why are words so important? Because L. Ron knows they have a little bit of power behind him. Uh, I've, if the one thing that I can attest to this dude he doesn't have any eyes he's a fucking crab man he doesn't have any fucking he doesn't have any boat skills he's got non-functioning eye stocks yeah i mean (laughs) he's not a viking at all but he's got words he's got he's got he's got more than i have he can do fucking wordsmithing tricks and shit dude well i don't think he has more words than you i know you and i know you struggle to say some of your words but you know them uh, this man had books called Adventure, and then Extra Adventure, and then The Better Adventure, and then A, a Dangerous Adventure. Like, All right, well, next limited. week next week on Roast Bottom Cast, I came up with a great fucking script. It's called Adventure Boys, and then I'm going to do all the Adventure Boys. Nice. Bonus content for our new Patreon <laughs> that we got going. Plug in the middle of a goddamn episode. How is everyone? What's that URL, Tom? Patreon.com slash RoastMortemCast. Visit Ooh. us. Give us your money. If not, we will be poor. You don't <laughs> want that because we get content that's rich. Cody, tell me more about El Green Hubby. Speaking of rich content, L. Ron Hubbard has a diary that unearths called Admissions. Now, this is... Something he used sort of like a self-help tool, self-hypnosis tool. Do you think he wrote the diary and then put ad- uh, admissions on top of the diary oh, after sure, he wrote yeah, it? Yeah, he scribbled shit, yeah. stapled was, napkins uh, together, and he's like, admissions. <laughs> Just ate my 37th bagel bite. We get to see these things he admits to himself. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Your eyes are getting progressively better. They became bad when you use them as an excuse to escape the Naval Academy. You have no reason to keep them bad. Do you want in or out, motherfucker? What's going on? Dude, he's just connecting with his uh, Thetans. His E-meter readings, his his, OT levels. Wait, that's a spoiler, though, because we don't know what's happening. No, I don't even... No, well, I'm just, I'm just saying facts right now. Tom. Okay, facts. Well, facts, facts. are important, so facts are important. I'll let it slide. I mean, still. <laughs> Your foot is an alibi. The injury is no longer needed. He's, he, by the way, he's admitting he doesn't deserve his disability check right now. Keep Great. in mind. Keep in mind. <laughs> and my favorite admission here. Masturbation does not injure or make insane. Your parents were an error. Everyone masturbates. Is that wrong there? Yeah, it's good. Uh, Not wrong at all. Not one bit. Your parents were an error, though. Like, I'm just trying to fucking dig into that a little bit. He was born in 1911. Uh, Back then, houses are smaller. Everyone was jerking off on top of each other. There's no no different (laughs) rooms. It's just one den. Everyone was kind of in a log cabin. Oh, so you're thinking, like, someone in the log cabin jerked off into a towel. And then, like, on the, uh, the, uh, the last day of... Another person's pregnancy or um, period. She stuck. She stuck the 
the cum rag into her uh-huh. vagina. No, I, I, no, and he doesn't know who his father is. Where's my father? No, he is literally referring to the lie that some parents may have told their kids that masturbation will make you go blind or devil. Or, or yeah, <laughs> or you might just have a crazy bitch, bitch that scoops your cum up and shoves it in her hooch. God guess, damn it. Guess what, parents? Us adults, we had to be 12 to 14 at some point. We had to explore our bodies. It's normal. Nobody skipped. I had to watch no. fuzzy, broken up TV in the upper numbers. Dude. See a tet. Those 60s. Oof. Get that yeah, de-scrambler, right? dog. De-scrambler. Yeah, I had a friend that had that. <laughs> yeah, and it was the same friend. And it was weird because uh, we might have touched our penises together. Wow. That's weird. I didn't know No, do not that. together, but like in, oh, the, in, the, in the same room. Of another... Like a peep show. You were playing bullfight with a couple of hot dogs? No, we were peep showing, dude. All right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cody, whoever, let's roll into this. Yeah, whoever finished first uh, bought pizza. <laughs> with the, their parents' money. Yep. <laughs> Can you just stay flaccid and want pizza? Um, nope. At, that's at, not an option. Between the ages of 12 to 14, it's impossible. Yeah. Every moment a young boy is awake, they're struggling with their demon. Well, I mean... Pizza or yeah, the boner? Well, the boner. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the, the boner doesn't have their interest in mind. The boner's trying to express itself. Boner doesn't care about pizza. Regar- no, it really doesn't. Yeah. It's shirt. Yeah. Regardless, <laughs> that is good shirt. Good shirt. regardless of who bought pizza, we both immediately high fived afterwards. Our hands stuck together because of, and then we played Tony Hawk. I'm so happy so I wasn't cool. there. <laughs> Your boy L. Ron Hubbard is drinking his own punch. The nonfiction fiction lines are getting blurred. He's talking about stuff that's appearing in both worlds. He's talking about psionics, and if you don't know, that's that's psychic powers fucking with electronics. Psionics. Okay. And that's showing up in his pulp fiction, in his nonfiction, in his fiction fiction, and it's just like, what do you believe, fuckwad? Dude, you talking about Elon Musk? What is going on right now? Psionics. Daddy, I don't want to listen to Q1043 anymore. I don't like rock and roll. <laughs> Too bad, son. I will change it to Hot 97 with my mind. (laughs) (laughs) All this creativity. He just explained psionics to a kitty. I know. Fucking didn't he? (laughs) And by the way, all this creativity isn't earning Elrond anything. Remember Nibs? Yeah. Nibs would later testify that Elrond wasn't self-sufficient. He was mooching off the government. He was mooching off of his mom. He was mooching off of his in-laws, essentially everything, just to squeak by. Good Mom's job, Nibs. still in the picture. Hey, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Nibs. Thanks, Nibs. Thanks. Thank you, Nibs. It's all good. You're the name of a ice cream confection, <laughs> but we appreciate you. Not very good. There's, like, no flavor, just cold. It's just, yeah, it's cold. It's chocolate. <laughs> and then and cold. the inside's cold. <laughs> Your boy, Elron. Would eventually be picked up for petty theft in San Luis Obisco, Cali, and got a $25 fine. However, he did his mental jujitsu and explained he was an undercover officer learning about diseased and criminal minds. I mean, he's just like a sailor that could not see Mexico. Even though he was actively bombing the shit out of it. Well, yeah, because he just could not see it. Could not see it. (laughs) I'm doing this for you, Nibs. My son, Nibs. (laughs) 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 Nibs! 
You can see my skeleton. <laughs> like a cartoon, Saturday morning. During this lull of financial robustness, he takes this time to establish Dianetic facilities. Oh. Forgetting there. But before I, we, we get into the big old S word, I want you to know he takes his third wife, a staff employee from a Dianetics facility, Sue Whip, Mary Sue Whip. Whip. Mary Sue Whip. Yeah, so he's got, he's got Grubs, he's got the Betty Sue, and now he's got Mary Sue Whip. Not not Betty Sue, what was it? Betty Sarah. Uh, uh, Grub Sue Whip. Grub Sue Whip had a bunch of children with all three of them, and had two of them at the same time. Not good. Oh, oh double down. Double preggers. All right, we've been straying away. Dude, from do you the- think if you have double pregger wives, you could just have them like belly bump it out? Yeah, you like know sumo I mean? wrestlers. Like sumos. Sure, yeah. I mean, if you want a bunch of mushy kids. I mean, they're all mushy. They're all mushy. It's true. It's much easier for her, but, you know, it's harder on them later. So, you (laughs) you want to give them a good start. Now, for fuck's sake, we've all been avoiding the S word, kind of. Wait, hold on. Before you get the S word, so he's starting Dianetics. Which becomes. Yeah, but what is. What is he trying to pitch with Dianetics? Like, before he's even got the S word. Y'all know what the S fucking word is. Isn't the Dianetics, like, self-help but thrown into fake math, essentially? All right, I'm going to boil it down as simple as I can. Okay. Okay. Dianetics is organized, repetitive thinking makes everything better with you. It's It's a universal problem solver. If you can think it repeatedly in the right way and will it, it'll come out. Mm. And it's not that's not a horrible thing. It's like the secret. Remember that book? Yeah, which is kind I, of a horrible thing. I, but I got, that's a horrible thing. I got that for graduation. Thank you, mom and dad. <sighs> it's it's a well intentioned, not great thing. Guess what? I got a secret. I got a secret. What? Um, what's the secret? What's like, all of our like secrets? stuffed raccoons? What's going on? All right, uh, what's all of our secrets? If you eat up macaroni too much and you stick your dick in it, you'll get blisters. I got a secret. That is technically advice. So, <laughs> organized, focused, repetitive thought solves everything. That's that's the basic of it. And this is essentially ignoring the check engine light of your life. It's like, did your wife leave you? Just just think that you didn't, and you, you're going to be good. It's like, you have a problem in your life? Think it away. You can't? Fuck you, you weak-minded, non-winner piece of shit. Like, people, like, if you have this problem, it's your fault because you can't think it away. Oh. People are sitting there with, like, ass cancer of, like, nth degree. It's like, so, what? I can't, <laughs> it's not going away. <laughs> well, my ass still hurts. I've been thinking about not ass hurting, but yeah. it just keeps happening. Yeah, and also, not everyone marries a woman named Grub. Because you can think away a Grub real easily. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, on another quick note, based on what you just said and the way he does all this stuff. I feel like he's that kid in school who used the um, I'm rubber and you're glue. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, you know? Like, if if he's a chump and someone calls him a chump, he's like, oh, I'm rubber and you're glue. And whatever you say, it's bounce off me and sticks on you. Hey, and it's like, well, that... No. Yeah, you're still a chump, you idiot. Don't teach kids. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Don't don't teach kids witticisms that they don't understand. Yeah, they don't understand that shit. 
teach them taekwondo so they can be real bad. Yeah, exactly. We need more Joe Rogans, but less <laughs> podcasts from Joe Rogan. Yeah, taekwondo DMT. What could go yeah. wrong? <laughs> right. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm 13. You should try DMT. You should try taekwondo and then DMT, dude. You're getting it all wrong. You need to smoke DMT through your umbilical cord, you premature fuck. You guys want to play Quake after this? No. <laughs> we know you're good, Joe Rogan. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Laurent Hubbard is trying to push this repeated self-thought therapy through APA, a.k.a. American Psychology Association. But they're just like, dude, no. It's not how things work. You're an idiot without eyes who got kicked off of an island. You, because you try to blow it up. Yeah. It's like you can't do. And then LeRon Hubbard does his natural psychological jiu-jitsu. And it's just like, well, my my findings and research and revelations would naturally corrupt and bankrupt the APA. So naturally they don't want it out there. It's too powerful. They don't want this. They don't want this. Uh, like my brain is like a boat. You got to be all aboard. My hat's like a shark fin, and they don't like sharks because they're a bunch of little minnows. You understand what I'm putting down here? <laughs> Whatever you say is dumb, and I'm rubber. <laughs> bingo, bingo. We got full-blown Scientology on our hands. Oh, we said it. Dominoes. There we go. It's open. The floodgates are open. We're talking about Scientology. And I'm going to put out two versions of this episode. Uh, The normal one, where we're going to talk about Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard, and then the other one is just going to be a soundscape that I put out from this point on, which is really nice synth chords, and you can think about how good you are. We've all seen the South Park episodes. We, We can all Google the dumb shit that these people do. And I'm assuming you do know it. And if you don't, I'm going to run down the worst of it and then open up the floor for everyone else to tell me what they know about it. Cody, yeah. Cody, before you go into all the deets. Yes. So I feel like you're, like you're going to say something that should go after, but it's fine. No. We, we embrace these <laughs> No, this is before. We before say, ter. what is it, Travis? Um, I heard that Elron and someone else had a bet that said he could... Start a religion, mm-hmm. and the best way to start a religion was to, or the best way to to make money was through a religion, mm-hmm. uh, because it's untaxable. Oh, very much true. And okay, this is, this who is was a, the person, and what was uh, the, what was the situation? That then truth, and actually now current truth is an idea of one. I don't know if you heard of him, Laurent Hubbard. Okay, it was him. So he was just like, I bet you you can't start a religion and get tax-free religion. So, um, Cody, why don't you go? Because I have a, I have a one more thing to say about we'll that. Off, we'll, but piggy, we'll, we'll, we'll come back up. I like, all right, I like all right, all right, all right. I'm just trying to progress the conversation. I'm trying to... Hi, second level of Dianetics. Hi, third level of Dianetics. Let us talk about auditing, my friends. Now, this is hypnosis slash interrogation. A stranger would essentially come up to you, attach a prop box to something on your body. I think it's your hands. Was it an e-meter or something? Multimeter. Oh, great. <laughs> a Sanrio brand multimeter. It's got, yeah. like, Karopi and Hello Kitty all over it. <laughs> and the stranger with a prop box tells you, you're fucking hiding something. What is it? You're gay. 
Yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah, say I mean, it. usually. Yeah, it's just like I'm gay, and they and they'd be like, no. The deeper secret, Travis. What's beyond that? What are I'm you hiding? Su- I'm super you, gay. Oh, you, you one of those mega gays? <laughs> Yo, one of those, one of those ultra gays. mega gays? I'm, so, dude, I'm like, so gay, I don't even like dick. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd be like, yeah, you'd be like, I'm so gay, I have a pussy fetish. Yeah. And they'll be like... <laughs> yeah. And yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. Gay as fuck. We're all gay here. Yeah. Fucking gay. <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah, I got a pussy fetish. And they'd be like, no, no, no. What's the more scant? What's the deeper <laughs> secret? And they would just keep fucking doing this. And like these these sessions would go to eight, 10, 12 so hours. It's, so it's like a Dragon Ball Z of being gay. You just always just that, l- that second level of no. I mean, the town was the gay. example. It's not the no. It's the it, it's always the thing. It could be other things. You could be. You could have killed somebody. You could have been Which guilty of. Which is gay. Of- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if that makes it in the episode. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, the three of us will. All right. So uh, we have we have a bunch of gay listeners. So uh, oh, love you. Why don't you write in? Tell us that you're gay, and Travis will tell you you're not gay enough. <laughs> and send yes. you stickers or something. You're not, you're not gay enough. <laughs> you're not gay enough. You're, you're like Super Saiyan level gay three. It's, it's, it's fine to be gay, it's but right. you're not gay enough. <laughs> and and I'll hook you up to my multimeter. <laughs> I need this needle to jump, motherfucker. Yo, is your dick harder than the multimeter? <laughs> Uh, not good enough. All right, Cody, let's get yeah, back to yeah, these, go, these sessions yeah, would yeah. go 8, 10, 12 hours. <laughs> Whenever you said something dirty, they'd be like, no, give me the dirtier. And then they'd push you to a point where you'd just make something up. Like, I have extramaritals with my couch ottoman. Leave me. <laughs> can this be over? I want to go home, man. <laughs> and, and they'd, of course, have this on tape, and, like, they have you saying, like, I fucking ottoman on, on camera. And they have this now. And they have this dirt on you. And by the way, you paid for this to happen. Right. You paid for this session. And now they know you fuck Ottomans and they can just hold this dirt over you whenever they need a secret or money. As soon as you pay for it, it becomes more valid. Like college. Or or any or any album you've yeah. ever purchased. You, if you notice the ones you've purchased, you actually listen to you, all the streaming shit you have in your library. You'd never listen. No, nah. you're paying for a premium blackmail service. It's tight. Congratulations, you just played yourself. Or as they say on the internet, congratulations, you won. Did you ever see that porn ad? Sure. I usually get the one. I I try to click for my touching my my tips. I you clicking this, with your dick? I get this ad. Yeah, I click my dick. It'd flop over on the keyboard. <laughs> that's not where the cl- that's not and where then you it, click. Then, it's and on then, the mouse. And then it would just say, "Congratulations, you won a free iPod." <laughs> and it's like local singles in your area, Green Lawn. And I'm like, I'm not in Green Lawn. And also, uh, those don't look like local singles in Green Lawn. Everything against Green Lawn. Disconnection, a.k.a. forsaking the non-believers. If you were into Scientology and your wife wasn't, you just lost the wife. No, no, no more wife for you if she's a believer. Tight. So it's just you lose your support, or you can keep your support if they give the church what they want. And you know what the church wants? Money. 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 <laughs> so like it's just stripping away your support. It's a line in the sand. If you like the church, you get to cross it. 
be with it, and everyone you love gets to give the church money. Yay. Yeah. Good. And finally, the last thing I want to talk about is fair game, which, hey, we all are right now. Can we do a little toast? Sure. Roast Mortem cast, fair game to Scientologists, as of tonight, this sexual night. Yes, get on our case, people. Oh, yeah. And do it better than the... Mm. Do it better than the guy who came after us from roasting uh, Jack Tramiel. That guy left Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> he abandoned he, yeah. Twitter. He openly complained about us roasting Jack Tramiel, and I wrote, ha, and he left Twitter. Yeah, his criticism is we weren't there. Just yeah, like, uh, we weren't. Uh, we weren't. And I altogether don't hate Jack Tramiel. Yeah, what were you doing in the 80s, Travis? Dude, I mean, I'm just going to say, what were you doing when we roasted uh, Bathory in the fucking... 17th century. You weren't there. We weren't there. I weren't there, bro. We weren't. This guy is so nerdy. He I couldn't even get on. Name. I don't know, but he was so nerdy that he couldn't even like catch the wave of nerds being acceptable. Yeah, I mean, he's like the type of guy that doesn't play Clue with by moving his the pieces with their dick. You yeah, know what I mean, like I yeah, just do, do that. that. He's he's the kind I of guy you mentioned board games. He's the kind of guy who built his own risk board and has never used it because has no friends. Mm. Well, he might have 50 friends. He's got 50 best friends. <laughs> 50 best friends. And they're friends. all busy every day, every every moment he's dude, ever thought about. Dude, it. I have 50 best friends. You haven't met any of them because they're <laughs> the most successful, busy people you've ever met. My girlfriend's a model, and my other girlfriend, she was also a model, and I watched them make out, and then they fought over me. <laughs> Did we have sex? No. But they made out. They were too busy making out. Because I have pride and I'm righteous and God. (laughs) Fair game means you're open for beratement, demeanment, slander, accostment, assault even. Any means necessary. Awesome. So it's just, you don't want to leave because we'll fuck you up. Yeah. You get me? So everything in Scientology is either A, we want you to stay, and B, while you're staying, give us money. Sounds like a everything. Sounds like a C-U-L-T. Oh, Travis, your fair game. Dude, your fair did game, you just Travis? say it? You just threw it out there? It's assault. <laughs> assault. Assault. Assault? Dude, well, salts are dangerous. So if you know anyone who's in assault. I didn't spell salt. Did I spell salt? Yeah. Fuck. If it's a soft C. <laughs> yeah. Oh, C-U-L-T. Assault. Salt. <laughs> wow. Dude, I thought I just spelled salt regularly. Dude. But, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times it's just different, you know? But here I am. I'm your I'm your dude. I'm here to tell you you gotta keese and desist. <laughs> we're, talking about, and desist? we're talking about salts right now. I'm gonna quiche and desist. That's delicious. Dude, it's all about bad salts. It's good stuff. God damn key. Alright, fuck it. <laughs> Alright. Regrettably, gentlemen, we're talking about our last and final boat. Oh yeah. The Sea Org. Sea-org. A mobile fleet for spreading fucking Scientology. Still exists oh. today. Yeah, great. And you can imagine on international waters, no one's checking your homework. Mm. No one's checking if you're feeding your crew. No one's checking if you're not throwing <laughs> them overboard. Yeah. What? Yes. He's throwing people overboard. <laughs> He's throwing the fucking non-believers overboard, Travis. When you're uh, fair game, you're fair game to be thrown overboard. My Dude. God, and the and the U.S. government, who's barely paying attention, to that one senator maybe who's yeah. on who's on the coast, the US yelling government. miles away, going, "Better not be molesting those kids." <laughs> By the way, you're still tax exempt. Just want you to know. 
I'm going to I'm gonna address that later. Because that's a misconception. <laughs> okay, cool. I want to hear about that. Well, it's, No, no, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll just, Got it. As we do. As we do. We as totally yeah, well, I just want to see. All facts cite us on your papers, except don't do a paper on this, because then you're fair game, and we care about our listeners, and we're martyrs. Come in the water. It's fine. The water's, water's lukewarm. Might as well touch me. Is that how science is? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty drunk right now. Yeah. That's good, man. I've been drinking liquor all night. There's still liquor in the table. Oh, shit. Sea Org, <laughs> a.k.a. a mission in search of, quote, 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 a friendly little country where Scientology would be allowed to prosper. Isn't that, doesn't that sound nice? It does sound nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the abuse and slavery that went unchecked aboard. The Sea Org. Wait, slavery? Slavery? Like, who's checking? No one's checking. He's, he's got indoctrinated fucks that are just like, yes, sir, you can, you can, you you can eat sushi off my butt. Dude, is that actually something that happened? No. Oh, well, then I'd be like, wow. Well, you Fucking have to Fucking so well, sick. Well, they did. We they, don't know it didn't. The, no, they did eat fish off butts, but it was all tuna salad. Because this guy doesn't know how to run boats. If you don't know how to run boats, you can't fish. You got to bring cans on. Yeah. (laughs) It's all tuna. It's all German potato salad. Yeah. German potato salad and tuna fish salad just off of that fucking translucent bag of a man's butthole. It wasn't a bag, it was a bucket of food. Uh, let me get. Let me. Let's get into this. All right. All right. Uh, whoa. Okay. There's actual facts. This is awesome. Yeah. We got a little facts. We wouldn't be roast more than if someone <laughs> someone didn't read a thing on Wikipedia. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. You were minor offenses. You were thrown in the bilge. And Travis, what is the bilge for? If you, what's the bilge's primary function? It's for keeping you downstairs. And the gross zone. It's the gross zone because it's the zone that's designed to keep water out of the ship. It flushes the water yeah. out. It's, it's, the, it's the ship's Get toilet. it out. Get it out. The, like, poopy comes in and bad shit goes out. Minor offenses, you were thrown in the bilge with a bucket of food. Tuna fish salad. Tuna right? Fish. I was just thinking you said that. It's like, that's the worst thing to get a bucket of. Right? Well, when you first get it, it's like, oh, okay, it just came out I of the fridge. Deal. This is good. Three hours later, it's like, this is getting warm. And then it's Thursday, <laughs> and you're just like, I am hungry. Damn it. They're given a bucket of food and you had to make the decision. Do you bilge it or you eat it? The rough choice of <laughs> do you shit in the bucket and leave your food on the tetanus floor or do you just shit on the floor and eat out of the bucket? It's one of those like. That's some uh, fucking sick. That's like some fucking sick sh- saw. saw shit. Yeah, saw shit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's advanced Macaulay Culkin shit. Yeah, that's adult Macaulay Culkin movie, a.k.a. Saw. Well, I could honestly see it being an advantage if you had a bald head, if you had male pattern baldness. Because <laughs> you would rest it on your head. You could, well, you could just put the food on your head. Yeah. And you have to worry about the oh, hair yeah, getting in there. If you just, like, scarecrow out and just, yeah. like, hold, like, the Cheetos on your arms. Yeah, you shit in the bucket, and you just <laughs> you gotta you have just your like... food on your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, just, you just roll it all to your fingers, and then you, like, eat it like a cigarette. Eat it like a cigarette. Yeah, like eat a totem like... pole that's yeah. eating all the animals on top of you. You're the bottom of it. Or you gotta <laughs> do the shirt thing, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You just poop in with, like, honey buns. I haven't done that for years. You know when you put something, you're a little kid, and you put a bunch of Legos in your shirt? Yeah, you're like, save her for later. I'm gonna walk it five feet. I need to do this. I need to eat my bee meat. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, bees taste so good. Oh, bee meat. (laughs) Oh, bee meat. It's delicious. It's got a nice sting to it. It's high in vitamin B. (laughs) People are shitting on the floor. Shut up. 
<laughs> we tried not to think too hard about this behavior. It was not rational much of the time. But to even consider such a thing as discreditable thought, and you couldn't allow yourself to have discreditable thought. One of these questions was a security check, and it was, have you ever had unkind thoughts about L. Ron Hubbard? And you can get into very serious trouble if you had, so you tried not to. So it was punishable to even think bad of Mr. L. Ron Hubbard aboard a ship. This right. is like the stuff they were... And you think they would figure that out right after the first guy got thrown off the bilge? Well, I'm I'm just I'm just thinking I would fail automatically because we're talking about all these mayonnaise-based salads. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about Elrond like going to town like eating some puss and like and and he's mayonnaise-based puss. No, but she's got like potato salad all in her pubes and he's just like he's like straining the the fucking someone's he's he's straining the potato out through her Cubes with his teeth. That's the mm. pretty gross. <laughs> like, but what you're saying, I guess what you're trying to say, you can correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but if someone asks you, like, you got bad thoughts about Elrond, and you're really turned on to him, you're like, oh, I got bad thoughts. No. <laughs> and you try to come off, like, real cool and nice, yeah. like, and put on real small glasses while you say it, but then yeah. they just take a shit on you and give you tuna fish salad. <laughs> that was a minor offense. Dude, gotta... my glasses are blue and they're small! <laughs> <laughs> A major offense got you thrown overboard, and Elrond, the sixth sadistic son of a bitch he was, mm. would set up a little tripod and camera. And jerk event. off. Really? Yeah. Do we, we have any footage of this? I, I don't think we do. Not us personally, but... I, it, oh, like, yeah, yeah. The universe. I don't think we... I, I know I don't, but I don't think we do. David like, Miscavige threw it all out. Fuck, dude. Yeah? yeah. You right over there? Pee-pee vagina hole. Oh, he's fucking around. He's in France. He's fucking shit up in France, and he's in, he's in foreign countries. He, he he's he's an American doing things in foreign countries against American will. Does that sound like uh, a a filibuster, Travis? Yeah, kind of. A little bit of a filibuster. Busting, busting makes him feel good. All right. Who knows anything about Snow White? Operation Snow White. Shut up. I, I'm gonna say no. No. It was pretty much Phil. Scientology was just like, yeah, let's fill up the IRS with us. Oh. So if the IRS is filled with us, we can look the other way when it's time for... Audit science. Yes. And it was like the biggest infiltration of the U.S. government ever admitted by the U.S. government. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. There we go. That's the last I know about Scientology. And now, open floor, open season. Wow. Okay. Anyone know anything sexy? So we're going to talk about Scientology, and then we'll we'll finish it. As much as we can for the next, like, five or six minutes. Quickly. All right. So immediately, right off the bat, Snow White. You have all these Scientologists who are up in there in a branch of the government that's technically not even the government. Yeah. Uh That it should be illegal. I'm not against taxation, but the way the IRS runs their shit, they're really fucked up. Uh So then you have those people being like, oh man, we gotta get a tax exempt. Back to what I was talking about with tax exempting, Elrond never pulled that off. David Miscavige pulled that off. That's why he was like, looked upon as one of the the best people. Oh yeah, he got them written written off as being tax exempt. Yeah, David Miscavige actually pulled that off, and that was like right before Elrond died. Elrond had no hand in that. He just had this real peppy. Like, he probably gave him one of his last boners, though. Probably. Like Elrond. Little Miscavige boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Also, if you don't know, David Miscavige, current 
head figure of Scientology. Mm. Don't know where his wife is. Uh, totally killed that bitch Oops. and is just telling the government to go away. I own this part of this uh, the Sea Org and this place in California and this place in Florida. She was here a moment ago, officer, I swear. Yeah, I'll get back to you in about like 12 years when I find her. Bye. And we'll roast him when he dies. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Miscavige is such a piece of shit. Oh, he's still kicking? Oh, yeah, Miscavige is in, man. I mean, I don't want to give away anything, but Elrond didn't die that long ago. Uh, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And Miscavige... Got I mean, in pretty young, so it's only been know. two leaders. Makes right. sense. So I'm going to take my time about Scientology. It's a personal story. All right, so I'm going to tell you a little bit of a personal story. Drop uh, it. Drop it on It's us, family daddy. heritage. So yeah. my pub, my publicans, my mm. papa daddy, mm. my papa daddy. Daddy dick? Daddy dick. Dead dick. Big old dick. He was hanging out in San Diego cool. in the 70s. I'm going to drink scotch to this story. Uh, he was in the Navy. He was fucking cruising around on his fucking rollerblades with that fucking those short shorts that ladies wear nowadays. Yeah, it's booty shorts. What color? Uh, beige. Animal beige. <laughs> Animal print beige. Animal print beige. <laughs> camo beige. So he's he's scooting around in his fucking camo print beige, and somebody comes up to him and he's like, "Hey, um, do you want to hear about Scientology?" He's like, "All right, cool." I'll fucking check it out. What a nice open dick. Why not? Yeah, he's fucking wide open. He's sounding. So your dad took off his rollerblades to go inside of a building? Yeah, he takes off his rollerblades. Big no-no. Goes goes into a building, and he sits through this, like, hour session about how Scientology is fucking the way of... He he could get tested. He could do his Dianetics. He could do all these things. Test his Thetans. Yeah. E-meter. OTs. And the end of the at the end of the seminar, they asked him, "Does anyone have any questions?" And he was like, um, "So, L. Ron Hubbard was a really good science fiction writer. What was your favorite book?" That's what he said. <laughs> good That's question, what he said. Good dick. Good question, dick. Good old dick. And they were like, uh, "You can please leave right now." <laughs> Really? Yeah. Wow. Man, that's a good dick, and that's the dick that made you. Yeah, that was a big old. So semen shot out of my dad's yeah. dick, and his name is I don't dick. want that part of the story. <laughs> this was later, right? That was the that imagination. Was later. That was later. Our, our listeners have imagination. No, they don't, I trust They them. don't have it. I'm teaching them. So Dick's dick made me. All right, fine. You heard it. Listeners, It's we like Willy a, Wonka. We have an official It's divide. like Willis Wonkas. It's Willy Wanker. It's, you got Willy Wonka versus .com slash science man, not ology boy. <laughs> All right, Cody. Are we proud of ourselves right now? I don't know. No. Keep telling me about things, Cody. Yeah, I'm done with my stories. I, <laughs> yeah. I hope Travis is. <laughs> Scientology is ugly. It's a monster that builds and snowballs into some ugly fuckery, and people are not kind to ugly fuckery. Oh, one more thing. I really like that Germany does not acknowledge them as a religion. Good. Sick meme. That's a smart thing they did. Good on the fatherland, man. Yep. They also don't acknowledge Jews. Uh, 
is not true. Nope. Yeah. No. They they are they feel real bad about that. Oh, they feel bad about it now. Dude, but, yeah. dude they, you no, can't be a Nazi in Germany. Well, you can I'm, be a Nazi in America. Yeah. Let that. Just, well, that's true. Yeah. Over Let that. Just speak. over there, they feel very bad about. Oh, they that. do like, feel bad. Like when I went out there, as soon as my nose started getting off the plane, <laughs> everyone was sucking the back of my dick. Knocklist. Everyone. Yeah. Exactly. My vice versa. I got along with every German I met over there. And they felt bad. Well, you got the special treatment. I went over there like, look at this fucking jackass. He's got I, a fucking Nazi haircut. Yeah. I felt <laughs> you like... You can get back on the plane. I felt like a rich black guy in an Apple store. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cody, let's keep yeah, going. I, I tried let's really hard going. to like piggyback <laughs> off of that. And... <laughs> It call it snowballs. It culminates. It's ugly, and people hate it. And he gets exposed. And it's just like you're a you're a you're a c word, aren't you? You're a, you're a cult. Yeah, you, you filthy fucking Hubbard. Fucking cunt. You mother Hubbard. <laughs> you dirty. Hubbard. Like money's being funneled. Non-believers and naysayers are disappearing, being thrown overboard. Mm. Yada yada yada. Elrond naturally goes into hiding, which is a good move. You got a billion. You got a twenty-something wife. We had a billion. He's got a billion. Wow. He's got a he, like seventies billion. It's not liquid, but he's got a billion. Just just because he, he's got indoctrinated servants, you know what I mean. And those people each, you know what I mean, have yeah. have life savings that he could pull in. The time that you've skipped in this story is vast. Is, yeah, it's I, huge. I don't yeah. care. We all know we've or seen. Are this we in the eighties? We in the seventies? No, we're we're not here to talk about actual Scientology. That's what we 70s. got out of our system. I know, yeah. but I'm just wondering 70s, a billion in what money. 70s. He's got a bunch of money. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he literally has an unfathomable amount of money. Okay. It's not liquid, but he has so many believers that are willing to do anything, a.k.a. empty their Give, life yeah. savings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's literally, we can't tell how much money. When I say a billion, I don't know. Could like, be a three billion. A billion cents. Of course. Yo. And you got to look at all those people that hadn't yet actually put all their money in just yet. Nah. And they're doing, they already paid the tax on the income. Yeah, he's got some. And then the rest of it kind of disappears. Oh, you're, you're going to be paying us money. Yeah. It's not all in one place. It's a good way to set it up. And like his estate now, he's got Tom Cruise. He's got, he's got the chick from that 70s show with big boobs, Donna. Yeah. Really? I yeah. like Donna. I know, right? Donna was good. She's ruined. Great tits. Great tits. He's got that 70s show. All of it. Eric Foreman. <laughs> he bought Topher, Topher Grace. That 70s show. Was no, the, that, actually, that, Hyde, no, no, Hyde is also a Scientologist. He is, and he's an asshole. But also, really? on another side note, that 70s show would be a great name for a C-plus strip club. <laughs> it's just bush. It's all bush. It's, it's, like, it's uh, censors no, itself. Nothing wrong with a little bit bush. If no. you can't see the roots... <laughs> I tried and nothing came up. Ah, oh, you're fine. Elron <laughs> Hubbard goes into hiding, which is understandable. You, you, you've got a billion, you've got indoctrinated armies, and you got a twenty-something uh, wife. That's super tight. All you need is uh, a little bit of Wi-Fi and a pallet of a uh, cup of noodles, and you're good. Right. He hits the ocean, right? In hiding, pretty much. No, he's he, he, he's telling Sea Org what to do while he's. I think in a motorhome at this point in his life. Oh, that's fucking rad. That's that's so rad. Okay, when I say motorhome, it's a really, really, really good motorhome. 
And the reason it's a motorhome is because he has ranches. That you know what I mean? He's just like, I want to be here now. And right, right. Like, there's no houses on the ranches. It's just like I want to mm-hmm. park my home. I beard house. Like this is me and Melron. This is me and Road. I'm Melroni. But it's like all you gotta do, little 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 pile of cup of noodles and Wi-Fi. You just ride it out to Doomsday, man. And even if it rains for like forty days and nights, you just hop on that pallet. The noodles came on, and you're good. Yeah, dude, I'm not getting this whole analogy of noodles and pallets. Noodles. Dude, noodles, Pallets. dog. You don't get this? Oh, like pool noodles? Yeah, whatever. Instant noodle ramen, <laughs> Travis. All right. He's in hiding. He's incognito. He's fucking dodging those court subpoenas. Uh, subpoenas. Subpoenas. I don't want to. I, I don't want no subpoenas to touch me. Dude, I don't want any subpoenas in my zone. All right. His health is declining because he's he's not seeing doctors. He's on the lam. He's he's in the shadows. He's neglecting medical treatment as a hidey boy. Somebody asked me how he did. How did El Bon Hubby Boy die with his butt out? I'd imagine. <laughs> I don't know. That's not true. All right, cool. I'm kind of true. Elron Hufford. Huff, what the fuck? Elron Huffington. Elron Hufford, your boy Hubby, suffered a traumatic injury from a motorcycle accident. Oh. Only to survive, to endure a heart attack in 75, and then a pulmonary embolism and a consequential coma in 76. Later, a huge, inexplicable forehead lump manifested that was never diagnosed, so he's just walking around like an unimpressive unicorn. Lumpy boy. He's got a fat, flesh-toned dildo coming off of his <laughs> This is your god. Oh, yep, that's how Scientologists think. Like, this is a deific figure. Dude, he survived a motorcycle crash, he had a heart attack, he was also a unicorn, whatever. Got a unicorn, 81, suffered pancreatitis, failing pancreas, mm. enjoyed a stroke, January 17th, 1986, and finally died a week later at the ripe old age of 74. Apparently, organized repetitive thought didn't help with any of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not totally road rashed up. Oh, no. Let me just think this trauma. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that was a lump in the front of his forehead. It was, he couldn't it think was, it was, no, was it. No, no, no. That was his, that was his, his thetans, dude. He was fucking building up. And they're like, guess what? It's time for you to pass on to fucking Battlefield Earth, dude. It's time for you to fucking yeah, fight that yeah. ultimate this John the, Travolta right now. A big old now. blistery spirit bomb <laughs> leeching off yeah. of your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I guess that also explains his teeth. You've seen his teeth, right? It's it's like a shark's teeth, but only one row. And it's black, because he Ugh. was a smoker. You can't tell what's, like, the shade of his mouth and what's black. Very chronic smoker. This is probably why he suffered the pulmonary this and that. Right. And I'm not shitting on smokers, but, you know, you need to brush your teeth, everybody. I brush my so, teeth. So, uh, you can't just think you've been brushing your teeth. Yeah. It's different. His his mouth was rotting out of his head the whole time, by the way. It's yep. disgusting. It's gross. And by the way, his famous mental psychological jujitsu persisted because of his shitty disciples even after he was dead. Because they're like, oh, how does a god die? And his explanation, or the church's explanation is... L. Ron Hubbard learned to operate without his body, and he's currently on sabbatical... On a different 
planet. Yeah, I'm just thinking like he's like that King Kai shit. Like you got like tiny little fucking marble of a planet. Yeah, he just, with that you just run around it in, in like a second. Yeah, he's just fucking chilling there. Wow. And that's that's L. Ron Hubbard. He's not Ooh. even he's not even admitting he's dead. That shitty asshole. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Are we allowed to roast someone that that isn't admitted that they're dead yet? Uh, he lives. Yeah. He lives on technically in in asshole land. Yeah, but uh, so does, yeah, so does some of the other people, you know. That he's a dumb for. idiot. That's all I gotta say, dog. Just on a lighter note, at the end of this story, with all the shit that's been happening with Scientology over the past couple of years, that A and E thing that with Leah Romini and then the Louis, King of Queen, Queen Louis, of Queens, Queen of Queens, and then the Louis Thoreau. The Scientology numbers are down. I fuck wonder yeah. fucking why. Yeah. They are way the fuck down this now. stupid. Did he write Battlefield Earth before Scientology or after? I, Do you know that? I don't. I think it was before. Probably before. I think yeah. he focused because, heavily on Because, like, once on you do Scientology, that's that's your pigeonhole. Right. I mean, I was just saying, like, he was a science fiction writer. He was yeah. a pulp fiction writer. Oh, but, uh, like... but, but, I mean, his pulp was science fiction. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was a, a pulp writer. That just means that you write short stories. Mm-hmm. But he wrote science fiction. And then his whole religion was based about, around aliens and shit. And, like, yeah, connecting even, with, like, mitochondrian. We and not like, about that? Xenu or yeah. anything like, like that. I wanted whole, to spare you guys. At yeah, home. no, his whole religion no, about no. aliens and, like, it was revolved around science fiction. And it's like, dude. Can you be less obvious, man? You were a science fiction he's writer. He's a science fiction writer that's believing his own... Yeah. He's taking his own supply. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, you're on your own piss right now. You played yourself. Don't do that. And he hates boats. He's he not, loves them. He, but he, he hates He's them. not great with them, and it's laughable. Sucks it's, at boats. It's just his eyes, probably. Well, it's his eyes and his murderous disposition, let's be honest. Yeah, so he's probably killed a bunch of people with the whole Sea Org thing directly and thrown them overboard. He's not killed people, he's made people just stop existing. Mm. Yeah, that's bad. oof, disappeared. Well, the Scarface suit. I'm wasted, but I'm glad we didn't talk too much about what science happens, because... We didn't talk any about I science. Don't, I don't. I don't need we're, to know too much. No one needs to know too much about thetans because they're not real. Right. That's my logic. And we already yeah. did Newton, and we did Albert Einstein. Yeah. We don't need to do another scientist. We're not here yeah. to glorify. <laughs> yeah. We're not here to glorify people. We don't do fantasy on this show. No, we don't. We do facts, and we're real. And uh, everything we said tonight, especially about the tuna, is real. <laughs> we'll do fantasy if it's hilarious. However, tearing apart families and bilking them for their life savings. Yeah. Mutually exclusive of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, atrocious is too kind. Very, very much too kind. Well put. Well put, sir. Nice. All right. So what does everyone feel about Elrond? I think this is an easy one. I don't want him on my footy team. Would you put him <laughs> on your footy team, Cody? He's got bad feet, too. Yeah, I, he's probably got the fallen arch. Yeah, oh yeah, he's got. We know he has shit feet. Shit so feet. He's, he's got shit team. feet. He's he's probably got like inverted toes or something. Like, right. oh, you can't move that fast. Oh, we'll put you in goal. Oh, you don't have eyes. Well, we can't do that either. Well, I, I'm just saying, if he was to make it on my team, then this is serious. I'm I'm like trying to picture him on my team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if he could supply the entire in the entire team with uh, camelbacks of mayonnaise. He could be on the team. 
Camelbacks of Mayo. With that, thank you for tuning into the Rosemortem coverage of L. Ron Hubbard. God. Cody, right. thank you for diving into that shit. We had to do them. I'm so glad we're flushing them down the toilet like this. Yeah. It's like, whew. Thank God. We're, we're done with that. So uh, if you like this episode... And you yeah. like us in general? Why don't you give us a five star rating and uh, you know subscribe? Tell your friends, do all that cool shit. You can mm-hmm. follow me on Twitter at Saunched S A U N T C H T. You can follow me at Travis Legion on almost everything. You could also follow me at Seven Star Boy. Forgot that. You can follow me, Cody, on the Twitter at Cody McCann C O D Y M C A N. And you can follow us collectively <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook. And Twitter at RoastMortemCast, and we've just launched a Patreon because ah. we're trying to let you get us drunk. Because we've been getting ourselves drunk for a while. And it's been fine. Yeah. I I don't mind getting myself drunk, but if someone wanted to pay for some of my drinks, I would appreciate that. Yeah. I'll be honest. Appreciate it. Tom, (laughs) Travis, and I are not sexy women. We do not get bought drinks Dude, why, why, no, speak no. for yourself, Cody. Uh, I'm a sexy fucking woman. No, no, I'm with Cody on this one, man. I'm a sexy woman. It is a rarity for a machismo fuerte team such as us to get bought free drinks. Yeah, and when Travis got that one free drink one time, it went It was to a slushy. You can't celebrate a slushy. Like you guys that. can't uh, make... It was a Slurpee on, I yeah, believe, no. 7-Eleven today. <laughs> you guys 11. can't make fun of me because my lips are red that day, and then I just... Put lipstick, red lipstick on for the rest of the week. Nothing wrong Make with that. Make yourself very attractive. Yes. Okay, so yeah, uh, if you if you want to chip in, patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. And we love you. Yeah, we need books and beer. Yep. Not so, necessarily in that order. As they come. Thank you, Shane, Shane is coming. The thank you, Shane, Shane is coming. The thank you, Shane is coming. The thank you, Shane is coming. Thank you, Shane. 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 Thank you, Shane.